When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to play. Time to play survey says. We're going to play. Going to play survey right, Hold on, hold on. That's not it. I was so impressed how quick you got that in there. Yeah, I did. Look how fast. That's the wrong there, there it is. <laughs> Sometimes things are tough, but if you got your family, it's enough. Making lots of friends along the way, especially in the great taste gang. We've got your latest food news and scores from the Cardinals and the Blues. Nikki's part of crew and Greg Warren too. SeaWorld and Brando and TC too. And Afton and Sean and Emily. And Mark and Marty and Randy. Guy and Risley. And all the moms and convies. Welcome to the Courtney Show. Good morning. First again. full week with uh, the whole show. Whole gang. Together. Chris Convy back. I'm so, out Friday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. All right, well. Okay, never mind. We'll reconvene. You're out, are you out Monday, too? Uh-huh. Okay, so it's not going to happen Who's even on this show anymore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was Friday? Did you guys have a good Friday show? I forgot you weren't here. I yeah. slept in. It was wonderful. Man. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Wait, what, does that mean you had a big Thursday? I had a big Thursday. How how big? Like, let's, let's Big enough. I mean, big enough. I We did the broadcast. We, where was your car on Friday? My, I did not drive my car. Okay. Nick, Nick brought dropped me. Yeah, he dropped me off. And he went to a meeting. And then he came back. Came on back. Yes. So he, he always comes back. <laughs> well, so far. <laughs> so no, uh, no leaving of the car behind. But then we just uh, we hung out at Ballpark Village. That was great. We did not go to the game. And then we went to hit some bars, and we were home by like eight, eight thirty. That is a big day. I mean, that's, In the that's PM. Yes. Holy cow. Oh, I thought you were, were going to judge me thinking it wasn't long enough. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. impressed. Who went to the game in the room? Timmy Those and two Chris. Those two Timmy. Dumb. You guys both went? We yeah. both went to the game. Did you see but the pageantry? I, I, we, no, because this is... We ended up... T- Tim made us... He was hobnobbing for so long. <laughs> I didn't. You could have taken your ticket at any time. I, didn't, I, I know I that's... I didn't your, make you do anything. Let's not start off. Anyway, basically, I, we ended up getting to the game so that it was basically just a normal game. Oh, you missed all the... We missed all, like, all the stuff except the Wainwright thing, which I'm sure you... Oh, yeah. yeah. 
That, that was uh, pretty cool. That was so, so you saw the teammates of Adam Wainwright all sh- surprised. Yeah, it was really, really so cool. Funny. It was very cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and then you saw a loss, unfortunately. In the It was a good game, but it, it was. didn't work out well in the end. And it was perfect weather. It really you, was. Their opening day is 95% of the time. It's terribly cold, rainy. And that was uh, Saturday, or yeah, Saturday's game was not rainy, but it did not look pleasant yeah, with like, the winds. It's like Easter Sunday. It, you, you know it's not going to be good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Cardinals took two out of three. Chris will cover more in, in uh, Sporty Sports yeah, a little later because there was tons of things that were being talked about this weekend in the world of sports. Um, I wanted to know if you guys fell for any, before you realized it was April 1st, if you fell for any April Fool's jokes. Because there were a ton online, ton on Twitter. No, I, I, I went in. Anything. Yeah, pretty early. The first thing I saw was the Battle Hawks saying that they're moving to California, and I was like, "This is malarkey." <laughs> yeah, it was so obvious. Yeah, this that is was a funny whole though. Heap yeah. Of, no, I saw somebody wrote too soon under it, and I was like, "Yeah, that guy got it right." Not fun. So that was the first thing you saw when you got up. Yeah, and then everything after that was like, oh, once right. it was on your radar. Yeah. Yeah, because I think every year, like, the Masters starts this week. Every year they post a picture on that Saturday, like, of the whole place snow-covered. Like, oh, we had an unprecedented snowstorm, <laughs> and it's this picture. And I think they post it every year. They're like, this is good enough. We can't do better than this. So they keep that going. Nick fell for one. Oh, I asked him in the morning. He said, I said, did you fall for anything that you saw online? And he said, yeah, actually, I clicked on something. His cigar, the place where he orders his cigars from, posted something about a sushi-flavored cigar. <laughs> and he's like, what is this? And he clicked on it, and he's like, yeah, I fell. I, fell. I clicked. I clicked the link. I so gotcha. it counts as being gotten. Yeah. <laughs> trust a cigar guy. Who can you trust? Uh, what about you guys? What did you do this weekend? Anything exciting? I hosted a trivia night Saturday. It was fun. It was a good time. My friend Barb. You know, she didn't have questions for me printed out or anything. So I had to read a screen all the way across the room. Does she not even know you? Yeah, I did. Listen, <laughs> it made for good fodder. I gave her lots of crap through the night. <laughs> she did you a favor. Yeah, it was for the Optimist Club in uh, Illinois. And I'm seriously thinking about joining the Moose the Moose Club. Why? What's that? It's like the... Like the rival to the Optimist? No, no, no. It's the same thing. No, it's nothing to do with each other. You know, I think it's, just, it's funny you're at the Optimist and you're like, I don't want to join you. I want to join the Moose Club. Well, the Moose Club is like uh, the Elks or the the Lions Club. You know, all those private clubs. I'm just naming animals. What does it? Even, what does it even mean? Which is the one where you got have to be Catholic? I thought that was Elks. It might be Elks, but the Moose, their, their facility is very nice, and they have cheap food and beer. And it looks like a good place to hang. And it's very inexpensive to join. What it, What do you do? What is it? You just go and hang out. Do they have lax smoking rules? No, no, okay. no, no. Well, that's, that's nowhere. Some of those places I know you can... Not uh, at, I don't know how they not do that. That's the Crocodile Club. <laughs> not at this one. Okay. There's no lax anything. I'm, but it's nothing. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a country club without a golf course or sports. I wouldn't... Country club is... But it's like a, take it then it's a notch. restaurant you join? <laughs> There's a, it's like a bar in, in like a place to hang with your fellow moose. 
Do you, do you guys have like a like a song? I don't have anything. I, I am sing. not a part yeah, of this. They have a yet. greeting. They're like, ooh, <laughs> make the little moose horns. I saw the the syndicate was there. Oh well, then well, the, I want to join. Now they we know hanging. where the, where they get their seat of power. They were, they were hanging at the bar when I walked in. I just heard my name being yelled. I'm like. How do I know people at the Moose? <laughs> but I am seriously thinking about it. I think April, there's some special deal. Get in there. <laughs> this is who I am now. Yeah. I'm joining the Moose Club. I don't even know if it's called the Moose Club. It's got to be something Moose cool. Lodge. Yeah, it's probably the Moose Lodge. Maybe it's the Moose Lodge. Yeah, but you're I probably like that you're right. calling it the Moose Club. Moose Club. Whatever. It's like the Mickey Moose Club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, tell me about your weekends. I had, it was a weekend of firsts. So we had, uh, Augie, I took Augie bowling on Saturday night, <clears throat> and that, or I'm sorry, Friday night. So after the storms and everything blew through, he, we wanted the uh, kids wanted to go bowling, so he went along, and he had never bowled before, so he loved it. Amelia had her first volleyball game on Saturday, and she loved it, and she was like practicing after the game, like she's enjoying it a lot. And then Augie yesterday had his first baseball practice. And yesterday I also mowed the grass for the first time. Oh. So it's all first, 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 first. Oh. What an exciting weekend to be a Lutman. Not yeah. the grass. <laughs> I, was, I walked in, I was like, well, now it's going. Oh, yeah. Now it's every week. Yep. I got to mow the stupid grass. Back to having to do it yep. every single week. Yep. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, I did a lot of a lot of baby time, a lot of stuff at home, and then uh, I did shows uh, up at the club all weekend, which was really fun. And then uh, we watched a lot of the sports, which we'll talk about in sports. But uh, yeah, logged in. Seem a, a little time. tired this morning. Oh, do I? I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm just you. You look a little eyes swollen. Yeah, just regular old Monday morning uh-huh. stuff. I get it. Yeah. Emma leaves town this morning. She's gone. She's gone this week. So we made it through. Uh, March without her leaving town. Say, she's been around for a while. I know. Now we got uh, quite a few trips in April, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm bracing. Chris, do you rest up? Yeah, I got a ton of rest. Basically, just sports and rest and zingers. You, are you back on the zinger? Uh oh, zinger train. I decided that this weekend I was going to eat as many zingers as I felt like, <laughs> and then starting today, it's a, it's zinger free life for a oh, while. Oh yeah, yeah. It's time to buckle down. So you sell, you indulged heavily. Heavily. How many zingers do you think I had in a three-day span? 32. Okay, are we counting zingers, individual zinger, zingers? Is that how they yeah, come? Each zing. Okay, I didn't each know if they zing. came in a packet of two. Was Well, I made a discovery this weekend that changed things, but it's not going to keep going. But it will keep, next time I get in a zinger phase, it will matter a lot. But yeah, they come in either packs of three or packs of ten. Okay. So I'm going to count them as individual. How many yeah. individual zingers yeah. did you have? Brando says 32. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's not that many. It's maybe 15. 26. Oh. 26. All different flavors? No. It's all the, same, the same flavor. Chocolate? Yeah. Oh. That's a lot of chocolate zingers, Those man. They're so good. <laughs> I still dream about that cake. The zinger cake. Oh, it was oh, one of the Alex coolest made. things anybody's ever done. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was. A, I loved it. That so was much. such a great cake. I it didn't realize how good that was gonna turn out. Yeah. It looked so good, and it was delicious. <laughs> it, was yeah, delicious. it was good. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> Somebody needs to put that on a bakery menu. Yeah, because <laughs> it's good. Cake. All right, well, let's get on with it. I guess uh, I heard we crowned our Art Sadness winner, Bonnie Raitt. You had yep. to be happy yeah. about that. Yeah, you, Courtney. <laughs> I did terrible. Your score was insane. I know. What happened? I just go with my heart. Oh, my word. 
I didn't like a lot of the songs that made it through. Right. They're not my thing. They're not your thing. Yeah, I vote with the songs I like better, not the songs that are like, well, this the message is sadder. Right. So that's how I know I did terrible. How, who won in the on the show? I did. You you but killed it. You it's, did well. It's who I am. Like I, against the world. Yeah, I got. I think I got like seventh overall. Oh, that's great. Five hundred people in the tourney, so it's not bad. And who uh, do we know the winner? I think her name's Dawn. Dawn. We, we looked you and saw Dawn. who was in first place, and we just assumed that that was the winner. But we've yet to receive any sort of official notification. Yeah. So we said Dawn, but then immediately I was like, "But I don't know if that's official." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. I'm sure they know if they won five hundred dollars. And I thanks to so. the DraftKings at Casino Queen for sponsoring. Arch sadness of the share. Dawn was claiming victory. I don't know if it's because she heard from the station or if she just heard us talking about it. But I think Dawn won. All right. Well, we're we're saying that, but again, not official until somebody official. We're not official. No, we're not the we're official. the least official. Yeah. I mean, just look at our brackets. Yeah. Well, apparently mine was just <laughs> pathetic. It was. <laughs> it was. It was shocking. I'm glad to hear that you went with. I don't go with like yeah. I want to win this. Right. These are my picks are based on who I want to go forward. Right. Who did you have winning at all? I have no idea. You know, I filled it out so last minute, like I went be like before Sunday right. night. So I I quickly did it. I couldn't even tell you who I had. Do you know? It was a. I think it was the. Um What's his name? Pharrell Williams' song, Happy. <laughs> I just wrote in. Yeah, you wrote in, Happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we do have uh, some tickets to give away today. We have tickets for Eric Clapton. That was announced last week. And we also have tickets in First Five Notes, Burt Kreischer. We're going to do Strong Opinions. We're we'll, of course, talk about all the sports that happened this weekend. Uh, Hollywood Outsider, food, lots to get to. If you guys want to be a part of the show at all, Cheney Window and Door text line is 314-669-4665. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, Nate Craig is headlining Westport and Joe Marlotti is at Streets of St. Charles. Well, turns out Kevin Costner is not leaving Yellowstone after all. During a TV industry event on Saturday, Paramount President Keith Cox said, quote, our star, the face of our show, and the executive producer are very confident he's going to continue with our show. Plus, Matthew McConaughey's spinoff is still on, too, because that was supposed to be plan B. was like, well, Kevin Costner's leaving, but don't worry. Matthew McConaughey is coming, and that's going to be our show. And now they're like, oh, no, no, no. That's a spinoff. Do you think this was ever the plan? Or this is just them what you know, time does cutting the, bait, basically? When is this Matthew McConaughey one? What time period is it's it? It's got to be the same. I think because... they should do a future one. <laughs> 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 they've, they've got, I mean, you know, look at all the different variations of this show. Yeah, My mom a, loves them all. Do so. a future one. Do like a prehistoric <laughs> one where it's just a brontosaurus walking oh around, like gosh. looking around. Because they've even done a whole spinoff or they're going to with that other kid that left and went to the other ranch. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that one. Is he a Dutton? That's the only name no, I know. No, he's not a Dutton. He was like the guy everybody picked on, but he turned out he was a good rodeo rider. And then he went down to a ranch in Texas, and, and then he learned how to be a real rodeo man. Or a, like Wait, a real, that's going to be its own series? I think so. 
I think you should be the narrator of it because I really enjoyed the explanation of it. <laughs> I should do all the recaps. Yes. <laughs> Last week on Yellowstone. <laughs> like, Tommy went down to the creek <laughs> and he realized he weren't alone no more. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Yellowstone cast members ghosted fans at this Paley Fest uh, over the weekend. So Kevin Costner, Cole Hauser, Luke Grimes, Kelly, Riley, and more were all scheduled to attend some sort of fan event in L.A., and they just didn't show up. They they said, oh, we had a, something else came up. I'm like, all of them? What? So I don't know what's going on. I mean... Is there fighting There's co- going what's on? What's going on? Because the Kevin Costner thing just gets announced that he's back, and then at the same time, they all don't show up at this thing. Like, this... I mean, I don't know. I would check in with... I feel like a narrator would know the story behind what's going on with the Yellowstone cast. They all done got together. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I was thinking is, Paley is what they call everybody on the show because they're all very Caucasian. (laughs) It sounds like a racial event. It's like the whitest show. Uh, Hey, Paley, get over here. like, oh, man, he's calling me that again. (laughs) Just let him do it, Earl. He owns the farm. Uh, Hollywood got in on the April Fool's Day hijinks over the weekend. We talked a little bit about it uh, the first break, but uh, Dave Bautista announced a new Netflix stand-up special called I've Never Done This Before, (laughs) uh, which is a great approach uh, to doing uh, stand-up, in case you're wondering. Usher pretended to bring Beyonce on stage during a show. I don't think that's a funny one. I think if you're there, you're like, what are you doing, man? Is he serious? Isn't he in Vegas? I guess. I don't know. Uh, George Takai. More believable would have been Adele. Yeah. This one actually made me laugh. George Takai announced he was going to star in the remake, or I'm sorry, the sequel to Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, called Nothing, Nowhere, Not at All. (laughs) (laughs) And then Michael J. on SNL, I guess he told the audience not to laugh at any of Colin Colin Jost's jokes during Weekend Update. And so the first couple jokes he told, they were laughing, but I don't think it was a... He was sweating it a little bit, and then Michael Che told him, like, I told him not to laugh at your jokes. And then he was just rattled the rest of the time. It was He's like, like, I'm sweating. Yeah, he had the flop sweat. Now, did you, did you as a viewer know that this happened? He said it afterwards. Yes. Like, you didn't he said know it before in, in the middle. No. no, you did. But there did, it did seem like something was off. Like, you were like, whoa. They were still laughing, though. It was, I mean, it'd be even crazier if it was just silent. Yeah, silence would have been amazing. They were probably but nervous laughers. I went back to watch, because after he said, like, I told him not to laugh at you, I went back and watched the beginning again, and was like, oh, okay, they're, you know, usually they're laughing pretty hard at all these jokes, and I mean, he he barely got anything those first, like, two or three. Yeah, like, I have the audio of it, but it just, it, it doesn't, I think you need to see his reaction, too, because it just sounds like, well, they're laughing. And then his reaction after was great, because he... Just kept going back. He's like, "That's the meanest thing yeah, you've yeah. ever you, done you've to me." Ruined me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pete Davidson doesn't think there's anything crazy or interesting about his love life. He says, "In 12 years, he's only dated about 10 people. So, what's interesting about that?" I mean, give me a break, buddy. Come on. What's interesting is the the level, breath, yeah, the level and variety that you've been hanging out with. I. This this strikes me as like he he doesn't see the weirdness of it anymore. Like he now believes in his own kind of thing. Like I feel like there's a, a time in Pete Davidson's not that long ago he would have been like 
Yeah, it's it's unbelievable that Kim Kardashian is hanging out with me or, or you know, like... Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande right. has ever given me the time of day. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, he seemed like he was very aware of, like, the ridiculousness of it for him to be like, what's weird about my dating? It's like, oh, come on. Now buddy. he's... Yeah. He thinks he is he, that guy. If you're wondering why Britney Spears went on vacation to Mexico without him and why she was dancing with some guy while she was there, and uh, her husband says, uh, Sam Asgari says, it's definitely not because they're having problems. Not so whatsoever. He said everything is perfectly fine, although neither one of them has been wearing a wedding ring lately. And, uh, you know, she's doing those dance videos, and there was some other dude there. But everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Kaylee Cuoco gave birth to her first child. She and that Tom Pelfrey welcomed a daughter, uh, Matilda. I'm sure he loves being called that Tom Pelfrey. You know, that one. (laughs) I mean, nobody knows who that guy is unless you see him and you're like, oh, that guy. Is he an actor? He was in Ozark. He was in Ozark. Oh, that's right. Right? I always forget that and then have to be reminded of it. He's that Tom Pelfrey. And he was on Guiding Light back in the day. Oh. You know, if you watch Guiding Light, you're like, oh, I know that guy. Well, he's that guy. Anyway, they got a kid. Her name's Matilda. I think he might have been Reba's son. Reba's I'm long lost Reba. son. <laughs> on Guiding Light. Oh, Guiding Light. I thought on the, on her show. <laughs> no. Remember? She had her show. She did. Reba. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, one of the box office over the weekend, $38.5 million. I don't think that's a lot of money for a show that looks like, or a movie that looked like it had a lot of money sunk into it. Uh, but it did beat that John Wick Chapter 4. It falls to second place. One person was killed, dozens injured, when a severe storm caused a roof to collapse during that Morbid Angel show at the Apollo Theater in Belvedere, Illinois, over the weekend. That's up near Rockford. Um, but yeah, that was the, I, you know, they just said, like, rock show. They, I see, I saw it in the news, and then this story is Morbid Angel was the name of the band that was playing. But yeah, very, I can't believe there weren't more injuries. Yeah, I saw the vid- whole roof came in. I saw a video this morning, and I'm almost positive it was in Illinois. But like that area of yeah, Illinois, it's right next to Rockford, there was a guy just on his porch taking video while the tornado came through. Yeah, I saw several of those. I'm One like, was in Arkansas. What are you or, doing uh, down south, Mississippi? I it guess. took his tree completely out of the ground. Oh. Yeah. I saw another one. They were in an office, and then they were standing outside, and then they jump in. And they're trying to hold the door shut, and it's just it just rips the roof off of the office they were in. But like. A second before it hits, they try to get in. And you know, there were storm chasers all over the country, and they had to pick the right place to go because it was this whole weird weather system, but they didn't know where it was going to hit. Mm-hmm. So it could have, it hit in Ohio really bad, sadly. Illinois. And there were some like storm chaser that picked our area to come to. And I'm like, oh man, he did not pick <laughs> Sorry, the correct buddy. area because <laughs> we didn't time. get what they. What they projected. No, they were spinning up, but then they weren't mm-hmm. touching down. The one tornado never touched down, but it was just rolling up 44, and then nothing came out of it. But Steve had his sleeves up. I mean, jacket off, sleeves up. Everybody saw it. Yep. We knew. That's how serious it got, but we got we got out of it. The patriarch of the Wayans family passed away on Friday. Howell Wayans was the father of... Keenan, Damon, Kimberly, Sean, and Marlon. Not to mention grandkids. That's just his his kids. Uh, so a pretty famous family. Uh, Sire Records co-founder Seymour Steen or Stein passed away at the age of 80 over the weekend. Uh, during his career, he was responsible for signing oh somebody named Madonna uh, and some band called the Ramones. So pretty prestigious career for him. Neil Diamond was on CBS Sunday Morning yesterday. 
He says he's making the best of his battle with Parkinson's. It was nice to see him interviewed and talking and, you know. Yeah, that's great. He just seemed like himself, just, you know, obviously dealing with some Parkinson's. He said, quote, somehow a calm has moved into the hurricane of my life and things have gotten very quiet and I like it. Uh, he says he likes himself better now and he thinks he's easier on people and easier on himself. And they're doing that broad, isn't there a Neil Diamond Broadway show happening? Yes, yeah, they kind of. Where it's like all the music. Interspersed scenes from that, um, but didn't go in heavy detail on that. But obviously there's some sort of show about him. Uh, I've got a bunch of baseball movies. So what's your favorite baseball movie? I've got the top 10. Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears, number 10 on the list. The original. I think it should be higher. Major League. Major League number eight. Bull Durham. Bull, Bull Durham, Durham number one. Yeah. Natural. <laughs> Field oh, of Dreams. Yeah. The Natural number four. Field of Dreams number two. Number three, I don't think should be up this high. Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> League of Their <laughs> didn't, Own. Didn't make top ten. League of Their Own number seven. I think it should be higher. Field, uh, Moneyball, they have a number three. Mm. It's fine. But I it's like, more of a mo- I like that movie. Yeah, me it's too. good, but it doesn't it's feel a, like a baseball movie for no. some reason, even it's, though it's completely about the, baseball. Yeah, the setting, but yeah. it's more about the story of like changing the game more like, about oh sandlot numbers sandlot number nine on the list sandlot think, beats bad news bears i agree that was i had a big problem with that i'm like bad news bears is better than mm-hmm. sandlot i'm sorry millennials i yeah, know that that's made. your movie but bad news bears oh, is it's a classic is a much better movie uh 42 number six on the list i never Eight. saw that <clears throat> i haven't seen it either 42 is good i have kind of a weird thing about new baseball movies i'm like i don't know i'm not ready for a new ba- i've got we have all these did we say Field of Dreams? Yeah. Field of Dreams, number two, number two on the list. Oh, okay. uh, the Natural, number four. Eight Men Out, number five. Excellent baseball movie if you've never seen it. 42, then uh, League of Their Own. We mentioned Major League, number eight. Sandlot, number nine. And Bad News Bears, number ten. Solid list. It's all good movies. All good movies on the list. Just, I don't know if I agree with the order. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke. Visit our website, which is called saltandsmokebarbecue.com and figure out how to ship people food through the mail or host a party and let us cater it. Just do it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. I promise. The smartest way to do your homework is Heckman Lumber. Warm weather means homework for homeowners. If your homework means a new deck, turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. Browse the largest inventory of decking materials and deck accessories in Missouri at Hackman Lumber Company. Talk with their experts about treated lumber, cedar, timber tech, trex, evergreen, and azek to find the best deck for you. Check out endless choices of railings, balusters, and LED deck lighting options. Hackman Lumber Company will not be undersold on in-stock decking materials guaranteed. You can choose to do it yourself with Hackman's expert advice, or they can recommend reputable contractors to do the work for you. Hackman Lumber St. Peter's is your go-to place for a huge selection of quality bedding plants, perennials, and hanging baskets. They also carry topsoil and potting mix for your gardening needs. Come visit all Hackman Lumber showrooms in St. Charles, Pacific, and Troy, Missouri, or online at hackmanstl.com. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. Best thing I saw yesterday. All right, I saw something this weekend, and it just blew my mind. So I'm going to do it to you, Chris. I'm going to need some audio over here because I'm going to play something for my computer, Brando. You're up. All right, so there's this auditory illusion or false perception of a real sound. All right, Chris? Okay. I'm going to show you this video, and you're only you're only going to hear 
the word that you're reading at the time. All right? You ready? Oh, okay. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, go. So the two words it's are crazy. green needle or brainstorm. It's insane. Okay, so now I'm going to play it for you guys and you tell me which you hear because it's whatever you're thinking about, honestly. Green needle or brainstorm. Brainstorm. Storm. <laughs> What'd you hear? I heard green storm. <laughs> Okay, well, the first thing, is there a word in the first sound? No, it's, no, no sound, no word so in the first. So that's just like That's her going, the... whatever. Okay, so it's the second part. Yes. I heard both when you played it. Okay. First, I, I did what you did. Just yes. Think about it, uh-huh. and then you'll hear what What about you, you Tim? Well, going into it blind, when I didn't know what it was, I heard rainstorm. But then once I wanted to hear Green Needle, I heard Yes. Too. Not it's... knowing, I didn't yeah. hear anything. All I heard was... <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I just sounded oh. like gibberish. I'll post that on the blog today, because it did... Yeah, it like messed with me. I kept trying to yeah, not think of either of them. It was just, there was no way. That's weird. Um, all right, so then I saw this too, and it made me laugh. Kimberly posted, "I'm gonna dress how I want this summer, and if you think I'm fat, well, so do I." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you guys? This I, I really I wasn't on social media much this weekend, but it, this picture did make me laugh. So <clears throat> I follow a, a thing on Twitter called Hollywood Remembered. And every once in a while, it's interesting. And so this is a picture from on set. <clears throat> Do you remember Edward G. Robinson? Yeah, Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, see? yeah. he's that guy. Yeah. He always was in, like, the gangster movie. Yeah. I don't know why, and I always thought it was strange. I don't strange. even know who he is. Was he? What movie was he in that we know? I oh, no, I don't know. I've never okay. seen him in like a gangster. He's I a just, little guy, right? When you see him, like Bugs Bunny, they would he would be like a yes. caricature and yes. cartoon, like, see, what are you doing here? He's like that character. Well, do you remember he was in Ben-Hur? No, I don't think I've ever. Oh, I'm seen sorry, uh, Ten Commandments. Oh. He was in the Ten Commandments, the movie, and at the time I was like, "Isn't that the gangster guy?" It just seemed strange mm. casting. Well, they have a picture of him on set as this. I, I can't even remember what his character was named in uh, the Ten Commandments, who he was playing. But here's Edward G. Robinson on set in the Ten Commandments, looking completely out of place, just sitting there smoking a cigarette oh, yeah. for his next I scene. I do remember him, <laughs> and he just like it just doesn't. It didn't look right in the movie, and it definitely doesn't look right. Like, everyone in period costumes, and hey. there's just this gangster guy smoking like, yeah, see, are we ready? Hey, uh, Moses, what are you doing, Moses? <laughs> <laughs> I found these uh, tablets. Yeah, yeah, see, I made a cow for you. <laughs> He's the golden calf guy. Yeah, I know. Remember, I got yeah. it. <laughs> you have to have seen the movie, really, to get that joke. All right, what, a, about, all what about you guys? Uh, I, I, po- I shared one of these things over the weekend on the Courtney Show Instagram, but uh, Timothy has realized, TC3 has realized uh, this c- cool thing he can do in our living room. He has his own little chair that says his name on it, and he scoots it over to the ball pit that he got uh, for Christmas, and he jumps off of the chair into the ball pit, and he does this all day long. <laughs> well, that's good. And it's a little bit scary. I don't know if you guys saw the video <laughs> or not, but... Uh, I did not. It keeps him occupied. Here, you can get a taste, Brandon. Oh, that's... He's pretty high up. Yeah. And yeah, he that dives in head first. That's perfect. The dog loves it. <laughs> he just does it over and uh, the energy of children. Let's see. Oh yeah. Oh, oh nice man. Guy. That's a pretty good height. 
That's quite a chair he's got. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like the ball pit would soften his fall that much. Well, he only weighs no, it does. It makes it. Five it makes pounds, it easier. You know? <laughs> I, I added some uh, substance in there so that it would be a little bit softer. <laughs> he really That's goes he for did. it. The entire weekend. And every he'll get up at the top of the chair, and then he looks over to make sure you're watching him. And then he jumps <laughs> I see. Uh, what about you, Chris? I had a few things I liked. Did you guys see the um, Adam Wainwright thing? Oh, at the City game? So Eric Swanson, he's the Blue Jays reliever. Oh, yeah. He grew up like, he, you know, Adam, Adam Wainwright was like his idol. And he wears number 50, so Adam gave him a signed jersey before... It's so cool. Yeah, I really love that. Yeah, yeah I do too. Cool. It also is like a little bit depressing when there's like a kid who's in the majors who grew up idolizing you. Uh-huh. Which just yeah, means I feel bad for Adam. And this one's for Brando. It's from somebody named Noah Pasternak. Uh, and it's a tweet that says, Garfield creator Jim Davis's response to being asked about the Will Smith slap. I don't really keep up with the Oscars. I mainly just make Garfield comic strips. <laughs> He's like, don't talk to me about anything besides Garfield. I mean, I like, I respect that he's He's honest. a one-trick pony. He's just like, why would I care? <laughs> why, why would you ask him? Yeah. What a I don't even know if it's real. I don't even know if it's real. Oh, it's it doesn't feel real. <laughs> no, I just think it's the funniest like, thing. I just make Garfield. There's no, there's never any pop culture <laughs> in any cartoons, no. uh, Garfield cartoons, yeah, ever. No. They're all evergreen. <laughs> and then I've got two more, actually. This one is this one cracked me up. There's a picture of Tom Brady and Tony Dungy, and it says, Tom Brady and Tony Dungy looking like they poison your food <laughs> and are waiting for you to eat it. <laughs> Why do they love to pick on the faces that oh Tony Oh, my gosh, that Dungy is a frightening makes. picture. <laughs> it really is a scary picture, though, of both of them. The lighting's all weird. It's all right in their face. That's a crazy one. And then I like this one. Um, the Real Country Yeah tweeted out, I want to meet the Tom that got an entire genre of foolery named after him. <laughs> That's it. Those are the best things we saw. They will be up on The Courtney Show STL. Give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. Food Court. 106.5 The Arch. Food Court is brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. You can earn 2% back on every purchase with the Schnooks Rewards app. All right, this weekend, I may have had one of the best breakfast burritos I've ever had in my life. Do tell. So Friday night, Nick and I decided, you know, when when you're a little hungover, you want, like, greasy food. We hadn't eaten much, so we went to breakfast for dinner. So we did IHOP to go, and I got a breakfast burrito, and it was... It was two meals because it was that gigantic. Oh, really? Was it a burrito as big as your head, like it, La Bamba's? It wasn't like it wasn't that big, but it was good. It had good stuff in it. It was, and for a carryout order, I'm like, we're going back for the breakfast burrito at IHOP. It was That's delicious. Great. Almost so, made you forget about Sabaro going away. Mm. Why do you have to bring it up? Because wow. it's on your. This could be a new part of your your carryout tradition. Taco Bell, I think, is doing something else where they're going to bring something else back. That's their new thing. We talked about that on yeah, Friday. Friday. You get to vote, but yeah. neither one is a cheeserito. I know. So who cares? Are we ever going to try the cheeserito again, Taco Bell? I don't like that they're Call like, them. we're letting people decide. Here are two yeah, choices that's that you exactly have to choose right. from. It's like, a problem. No, that's not how this works, Taco Bell. Right in.
right in. You need a ride in. And I and so I saw this uh, over the weekend. I think Friday when I was off. So I went in on. I searched Twitter to see if hashtag Cheeserito was trending. It was not. <laughs> there, there was no talk about Cheeserito going on online. But if people knew. If the millennials knew how great it was, you think I think they'd be on board with you. It's so good. All right. Uh, remember when we uh, used to do the video uh, and we'd bring food in to try for food court? We'd yeah. do second breakfast. Second breakfast. And Chris brought these in or ordered them online. Muddy Bites, Ooh. the waffle cone snacks that yeah. were so good. God, I loved them. They're like the bottom of a sugar cone. Yeah, oh, cool. You know what I'm talking about? They're yeah. out there now. I do see them. They're at Walmart now. You can pick Is them it? up in store now. Before you'd have to order them, I think, online and maybe some little random stores I think would have I them. I saw them at Schnooks at one time. Oh, you good know, to like, know. A, like not a permanent sort of thing, but like they popped up. Yeah, so you don't have to order them anymore. You can. You can uh, get them in store at different places. Oh, did you bring a food item in? Yeah, I brought a food item in. I found this thing at a gas station in Los Angeles called, well, everybody knows what brownie brittle is at this point. Uh I love brownie brittle. I think it's like the best stuff, the best like new thing going. It's new-ish. And I saw Reese's Pieces brownie brittle, so I brought it in. Okay. Brownie brittle. I brought something in too. Okay, I'm going to try your brownie brittle first. I brought something in, but I'm going to bring it in tomorrow. That's code for I forgot it in my car. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had a little bite of just the brownie part, and I really like it. Not the Reese's Pieces part. Oh, it's got a little peanut butter flavor in the brownie, too. That's pretty good. This is solid. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Pretty solid. But it's yet another Reese's product that I'd rather just have a peanut butter cup or Reese's Pieces. All right. Well, I brought something. I'd in. rather yeah. have this than Reese's Pieces. You would? Yeah. I don't love Reese's Pieces. I don't love them. They're not my favorite. I do love them. I prefer um, peanut butter M&Ms if I'm going the peanut butter route. I mean, they're almost as good as regular M&Ms. Mm. In my <laughs> I know Girl Scout almost. cookies aren't really being talked about, but somebody gave me this, these this weekend at a, a trivia night. And these were the ones, the Girl Scout cookies that were hard to find, limited edition. People were selling them for like tons of money online. And they are the Raspberry Rallies. I brought them in. Oh, you, you got them pass the, them around. You got them on the black market? Yes. Um, they're like a th- they're like the Thin Mint, except for it's in it's uh, thin, crispy cookies infused with raspberry flavor dipped in chocolatey coating. So it's like a Thin Mint, but raspberry. And you can... Really smell the raspberry. I liked it. I already tried one. A lot of raspberry going on. Yeah, if you don't like raspberry, you're not gonna like these. But I liked them. It's good. I think they're good. I like it. But they were hard. They were hard to find. Maybe we can sell this extra sleeve online. (laughs) Why don't they just have like six different flavors of these? This type of thin mint looking cookie. Yeah, you could really do about a ton of different different things with them. All right, let's move on to some more food stories today. Would you try? A peanut butter and jelly cheeseburger. Yeah. Does not interest me. All right. Well, Culver's is testing a new bacon cheeseburger that comes with peanut butter and jelly on it. It's called the P- the PBB&J Pub Burger. Peanut butter, bacon, and jelly pub burger. Um, they are testing it right now at a location in Wisconsin. That's where the headquarters are. Don't know about rolling it out to other stores. Uh, but... Sonic, I guess, had a bacon jam cheeseburger in 2021 with a bacon onion jam, um, but th- there was no peanut butter on it. 
So we'll see if uh, it's eight dollars and thirty nine cents mm. for a peanut butter and jelly bacon cheeseburger. I, I'm into that type of stuff. sweet and the savory peanut butter. Yeah, there's just something something about or like they're they're the a lot of places will have those Elvis sandwiches and it's like bacon and been peanut butter and jelly mm. and. I would give it a try. Yeah. Because, I, you know, we've talked before about that Grizzlies donut burger that yeah. when I heard about it, I was like, You're that right. sounds terrible. And it is next level delicious. Um, okay. Some of the pranks that happened for April Fool's from food companies. Panera Bread tried to, I'm sorry, the St. Louis Bread Company tried to convince people that they'd be releasing a bread bowl hot tub. <laughs> I have something to say about them, too, that's very food court worthy. What? Breadco. Yeah. I went to, first of all, there's, they closed the one in South County. And if you're a South County resident or if you go to that area and that was your Breadco, you were probably among all of us that despised the new location. It is absolutely terrible. The old location was hard, was not a great spot. The idea of them moving to a new new spot probably made sense. But they have put it at the busiest corner that is impossible. It's impossible to get in and out of. Impossible. But anyway, so I went there because I had to come uh, shopping. This feels like a strong opinion disguised as a food court. <laughs> this is food. It's all food, though. Okay. I thought about it as a strong opinion. Okay. But I, I was like, no, it's more of a food court thing. They have. Did you guys know they've changed the onion soup? Did we talk about this? No, they changed the chicken noodle a couple of uh, years ago and people are still upset about it. They have a new recipe for the onion soup. Yeah. So the onion soup that you have enjoyed for decades now, it's a different recipe, and I don't think it's very good. Really? It's sweeter. It's like a... Did they say, did they outwardly it say they changed their, it? It says on their new recipe, and I was, and I, because I wasn't, I was just going to get a salad, and I was like, well, I got to try it, because then I can talk about it in food court, thinking like, maybe it's better. Because their onion soup, the old recipe... I, I really liked it. I did, too. Lots of people did. It's new. It tastes like, um, can you imagine, like, the vegetable soup broth? Like, what that flavor is, kind of a sweetness to it. That's what it tastes like. So it's got it's it's got a sweet note to it. It looks, and it's got, like, grease in it or something. You know how vegetable, like, like uh, uh, vegetable beef soup will get, like, like sits that on little the top. orange. Yeah, that little bit. That's what's in there, but... It's onion. I don't know what's going on in there. Oh, but you don't like it. I don't like it. Strong opinion. So I really think that was more of a strong opinion. Well, I have. A strong I want to comment on it, but I don't. I don't want to be accused of strong opinioning. <laughs> well, I want to wait and do a co-strong opinion. You should try it. I mean, it's it's Breadco's an institution here. Oh, I thought you meant I, I should try dipping a strong opinion. No, in no. I mean, the onion, <laughs> the onion soup. Try it. You can try. See what you think. Go ahead. Uh, this is for Chris Convy. Uh, they're back out again. The Lucky Charms, just magical marshmallows. Back for a limited time for the spring. I think you get oh, them. Yeah. I don't know what stores have them though, but I'd look for them. And it's not a box; it's a bag. It's a bag. Yeah. I had Lucky Charms this weekend too. You did? Yeah, they were awesome. I had so I had a half a box. It was so good. <laughs> I know. I bought uh, Frosted <laughs> Cheerios not too long ago, and I realized Frosted Cheerios. Tastes exactly like what is in Lucky Charms, <laughs> the cereal. And then they're healthy, too, because they say they are. Well, they're frosted. <laughs> I know, I know. They were frosted. Um, all right, some other uh, April Fool's Day pranks. Australia, in Australia, McDonald's teased a new sandwich called the McFry, a quarter pounder with French fries stuffed inside. 
People were very excited about it and disappointed when they found out the McFry was just a fake April uh, Fool's Day prank. Stuffed inside the patty or just stuffed? Stuff, probably just stuffed inside the I'm a, sandwich. I'm, yeah, I'd be a fan. Uh, Stouffer's announced, you know, Stouffer's lasagna. They announced that they'd now be calling their chicken enchiladas Ladas. Chris, I think you'd like this in an attempt to attract more Z, Generation Z customers. <laughs> and the brand itself was going to be called Stoves <laughs> to save you more time. Yeah, you got to I really time. like that one. I think that's what you would call it. Stoves, yeah, definitely. Ladas. Ladas sounds like. is awesome. Sounds like you would call enchiladas Ladas. And then Duluth Trading was promoting some shirt you could buy. With a special pocket for pizza slices. You and have it, it. That's what I would. Yeah. Tim gave it to I me. I know. But their special pocket was under the oh, arm. that's not good. Oh, yeah. That's not good at all. And Pete's Coffee is not selling a perfume, and you cannot buy a spam candle in case you wanted to. Dang it. Sorry. There's right. money I wasted. That is Food Court brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. Oh, hey. This is Tom from Salt and Smoke. And oh, hey, barbecue. Look. I'll shoot you straight. Times are tough. Our daubers are down. Could you maybe help a guy out and buy a sandwich? Or maybe throw a party for your neighbors and let us cater it? Really, we'll take whatever we can get. Please. Salt and smoke. Courtney's great. You're great. Tim's great. Chris is weird. Anyway, get some barbecue at Salt and Smoke. You can do it! I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? Throwback Live. All right, our contestants for a new week of Throwback Live with a new prize. I'll be playing for Katie from Edwardsville. Brando, you've got June from Redbud. And Tim, you'll be playing for Vicky from Wright City. All week long, we have a pair of tickets to see Eric Clapton at the Enterprise Center on September 12th. Throwback Live is brought to you by Emos. Experience square deals on the new Emos app. Here's Afton. Woo! Hi, Afton. <laughs> hey, guys. Let's do it. Um... We're going to play Throwback Live. Yeah, we are. Yeah, Marty's going to play your throwback clips. Marty's here. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, we got some movies, um, TV shows, backwards songs, things of that nature. You guys are going to ring in for your listeners with these sounds. Courtney, Brando, and Tim. Question one, name this movie. Not only is there no proof in this case, but... Courtney. Legally Blonde. That's correct. There's a complete lack of um, mens rea, which by definition tells us that and she really turned it around in that scene, didn't she? Such a great scene. I know. <laughs> and that what that girl that's in it uh-huh. looks so different. Oh, yeah, I know. Linda Cardellini. Yes. Yeah. Like, you would not... Mm-mm. I can never remember that that's her because she looks so different in that movie. She has a perm. And your boyfriend's oh. name is Chuck. <laughs> yeah. um, question two. Which TV show had this theme song? Let's go. You could get into the future. Brando. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was I something else. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I'm probably going to say what you were thinking. Well, it, I'll think what I was say. What I was going to say it was in living color, but that's not what it is. Oh was. no! I, I haunt. It sounded like the dun dun. I don't know if I'm positive, but it sounds like a different world. No. Huh? That's so Raven. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Raven. Now, 
Why did you know that? Because she said go That's Ray. Ray. And it's the only thing yeah, I can that, think that of. That show came out at a troubling time. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen that show or heard that song. I heard them say go Ray and <laughs> Courtney had a weird smile of acknowledgement you know, and she's gotten that one before. And I know she's a big Raven smile. I love her. If I've never seen the show. They say if you're sure. explaining, you're losing. Or <laughs> 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 okay. as Shakespeare said, thou doth protest too. Yeah. He was the guy. Oh, Bill. That's the guy. All right, question. <laughs> Sounds like you're still explaining the iCarly thing. Just, uh, a little more blood on your you know, hands. Tit for tat. <laughs> All right, question three. Name this 1999 movie. So, so I saw you put that book down your trousers. I heard the bell. It was the bell. Yeah, I think so, too. Tim. Tim. Too bad. But he doesn't know no it. <laughs> you don't? I, I think I identified the actor and got excited and realized that, that wasn't the just object. Go, just go through his catalog. Um, but just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm, Notting Hill? Yeah, yes. that's right. Oh, never seen Fuck that it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's such a good movie. He owns a bookstore. Yeah. Book yeah. Travel bookstore. Right. I, I tell you what, um, I'll call the police book. and um, what can I say if I'm wrong about the whole... Bookstore. Book down the trousers scenario. I, I really apologize. <laughs> All right, two points, Tim. One point, Courtney. Question four: Name this backward song title or artist. <laughs> I do that every once in a while. What's going on with me? You can't help yourself. But I got a, just a tinge uh-huh. of the cure. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. You went with your heart, man, yeah. and it works. Yeah, it's the cure for a Tim Convy win. And that means it's a win for you, Vicky from Wright City. Woohoo! Thanks, Tim. We did it, Vicky. We did it. <laughs> Vicky, awesome. you are going to be at the Eric Clapton Show Enterprise Center on September 12th. Congrats to you. Hold on. We'll get all your info. We will play. What is the game again? Throwback Live again tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. The whole gang's back together for the next couple of days until Tim leaves us again for just a long weekend. Yeah. You're going to Tahoe, right? Yeah. I just found out this weekend that I think my niece is going to work in Montana all summer. Wow. Get out of here. At this really cool oh, golf man. course. That is awesome. Isn't that awesome? Yes. That's great. I'm so mad I didn't, well, I mean, you know, I didn't really have an opportunity. I wasn't like I was in school for four straight years to yeah. do anything cool with my summers. I, like an idiot, started working in radio. Yes. What was I thinking? I could do that the rest of my damn life. My biggest regret was I was, I wanted to, my friend was like, let's be lifeguards in Martha's Vineyard this one summer. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then he ended up like flaking out. Flaking out. And I was like, I still want to do it. And I like went through the application process and I never ended up going. And I really regret it. Yeah. Would have been awesome. What about you, Tim? Did you do anything cool in the summer? I mean, I spent two summers in New York doing MTV. MTV, so that was pretty cool. And then I, no, I'm, I was in, other than that, I was in St. Louis. Yeah. Just doing, spinning those records for TKO DJs. Because you don't realize at the time that after college, it's, you're, you just are in the system yeah, you're of in the working. system, baby. Yeah. And all that freedom, you, if you don't take advantage of it, you're going to regret it. Yeah. Don't regret it. Like us. I had some great summer jobs. I uh, My first job, <laughs> I worked and delivered uh, auto parts, which that was great, all over Southern Illinois. And how fun. The next summer, I worked at a packaging plant. 
there. I mean, it <laughs> so enough, right? So, yeah. I had this one summer job, and I don't even remember what it was, but I think I saw it in the paper, and I'm like, well, this seems easy enough. And you just had to go door to door and make sure the people still lived there. <laughs> All right? So... Hey, you guys still live here? Yeah, cool. Like, the names of the people were on a list, and you had to make sure that that household was still in that house. For for who? Like, who? what entity was making sure? Like, for the county or something. It was some some RL RL Polk. I think they're a... I don't really know what they do, but I started just going through the phone book. (laughs) And you're (laughs) like, well, I got a phone. I guess they're there. (laughs) No wonder the St. Clair County data has been fuzzy ever since. Listen, I wasn't a great employee. (laughs) I'll just be honest with you. But it was kind of dangerous, too, because some of the neighborhoods I was going to by myself, you know. Seems insane. Yeah. And then, you know, dogs. Sure. I didn't want to get bit by a dog. But I really, you know, I, I, I look back on, like, things I should have had higher aspirations to go somewhere and do yeah. something cool. Do you try to impart that on your nieces? Do you ever say, they're like, just, hey, you got to go do these cool things? I think they're just smarter than than I am. Like, they already know. She's got a friend that lives there. So it's right. it's the best. This generation, like, they're they're they, they're of that mindset of these adventures. Yes. Or, yeah, they're, they're just better about it. Yeah. I think they're probably in, like, a crop top group. You know, where oh, they, they're, they all know each other. They're, they're cropping. Like, this is the place to go. This is where crops are welcome. <laughs> they're like, let's go to Montana, ladies. I showed uh, Brando some pictures of the golf course, and it is it's pretty just fantastic. spectacular. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for her. It's amazing. Got the mountains right there. I mean, it Mountains? Is, it is something. Maybe you can throw a football over that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I thought our question of the day today could be, your best summer, no, that really wasn't it. But if you want to tell us about your summer experiences, you can, just to make the us all worse, mad. The worse, the better. <laughs> uh, but, oh, yeah, like a bad job like, that like you had. Like dirty jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us about your summer experience and uh, if it was bad or good. If you had, no. My, my real question of the day is, I saw this uh, story and I was like, wow, the hottest hairstyle for the spring is the perm. The permanent wave is making a comeback. No way. Not the tight curl permanent wave. And every few years, the, a story like this comes out, but just the loose curls. So I thought, what is a trend you wish would come back or that you've never let go of? Something oh, that God, you, you're like, I know that this isn't in style anymore, but I'm still doing this. Maybe it's pinch rolling your jeans. Maybe it's still wearing flannel when it's not cool anymore. Oh, yeah. I've backed off on the flannel. Now I wear it for nice occasions. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you a trend that I I used to, like a rugby shirt. Remember how big rugby shirts yes, were? Yes, I agree with I that I loved one. the rugby mm-hmm, shirt yeah. look. I have a new one. A new rugby shirt? Yeah, I have a new one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I saw some really cool uh, City SC rugby shirts. Now that's cool. Yeah. And those colors are so great. All right, so what's a trend that you wish would come back? Something that you went all in on, that you've given up, but you'd love to see it come back around. What do we say fanny packs are called now? Belt uh, bags? Belt bags. Is that it? It's yeah. a belt bag. That sounds about uh-huh. right. Because the Cardinals are doing a belt bag night. We're right. like, hey, hold on. Uh-huh. We think we know what that is. Anything for you, Brando, besides uh, flannel? You're never giving up the flannel. I know. I, I don't. But that you you say, what do you want it to what to come back? I don't want flannel to come back. I want it to just be my thing. <laughs> like just, if it comes back, then everybody's like, oh, I guess you're wearing flannel now because everybody else is. I'm like, no, 
been I've doing been it for years, the man. Whole time. Yeah, that's always annoying when something comes back and you're like, it never. I never stopped doing this. This yeah. was always part of my it's thing. It's always been my thing. Well, like I can tell you, hair clips are big right now, and I've never given them up since they became since for like 25 years. I don't use ponytail holders; they rip my hair out. I've always clipped. I've been a clipper for many years. Nice. <laughs> so text us your the trend that you wish would come back that you think you're, uh, the people of the world are missing out on. You can text us that or your summer jobs. We don't care. It's a Monday. Cheney Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Sporty Sports. Sports time. St. Louis. The city of St. Louis had a bit of its own sports equinox on the first. And they went 2-1-1. One, and one. Do you know the Do you know the games? Blues, yep. Cardinals, yep, soccer, and one football. Battlehawks Battle won. It was all Saturday. It was all Saturday. Cardinals yeah. won. Battlehawks won. Yep. Soccer lost. Yep. Blues tied. Blues got a point. overtime loss. They lost overtime. in the uh, shootout. But Blues out of the playoffs. <clears throat> blues out of the playoffs. Officially, it is official. Blues are. are... I mean, are you a little bit? I mean, yes, it's always nice to make the playoffs, and it says a lot about your program if you're able to make the playoffs. But I, I'm, sometimes, like, there are years when the Cardinals just eke in, and you're like, man, we're just going to get smoked yeah. in but the those, first round. But sometimes <laughs> those you, you it, never it know. flips. You're right. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, there's a bit of pride, too, because the, the, the Blues have been in the playoffs since they haven't been eliminated since 2018, so it's kind of, I don't know, it's a bummer. It's a, it is a bummer. And they were, you know, right now they're, I think they're like 35, 35, and 7 or something like that. And they haven't had, they've been over 500 for like the last 20 seasons. Like, there's some stat where they're like in this elite group of, mm-hmm. of like American sports teams that haven't finished below 500 in like, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years. So it's kind of nice. It'd be great for the program if they made it, even if they got knocked out in the first round, to then say, okay, they made all these moves and they were even able to just make it into the playoffs. But now they've got a bunch of draft picks coming. Mm -hmm. Like the rest of the moves haven't really happened yet. So that would give you a good feeling going into next season. And, you know, they played Boston yesterday and they lost to Boston in a shootout. Boston's record is 60-12-5. and It's insane. So we gave them, at least we gave them one of their... Like yeah, we were, they down, only got a point. We were down three nothing, I think. Well, early, they won right? the game. No, so they, yeah, yeah. They, they ended up getting both points, but they they got their sixtieth yes. win of the season. Unfortunately, it looked like because the the Blues were down, I think three nothing, and they came back, and um, we were like, oh, okay, cool. They're they're not giving Boston their sixtieth win, and then they lost in shootout. And the Blues thirty five. We've won thirty five games. They've won sixty. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it was nice to. Yes. <laughs> And one of those goals, I think, was in the last, like, 35 seconds of the game. Too, oh, yeah. The Blues, which is kind of nice. Um, Cardinals went 2-3 of three over the weekend. Um, lost a tough one on opening day, then took the next two. Gorman hit a pair of home runs, including a, uh, a drive that capped off a three-homer inning. As a first, was it the first inning yesterday? It was the first inning, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, Gorman has two homers and six RBI. And nine at-bats a season. Brennan Donovan and, and Alec Burleson had the other two home runs in the first inning. Uh, St. Louis has 22 runs and 41 hits after winning two of three. What do we think of Chip Carey thus far? 
I've yet to really hear him. I'm oh. neither, man, because I uh, heard him in highlights. Oh, I, he's, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, he sounds he sounds good. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not over the top. I don't think I'm ready yet. I know. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But. Sticking with radio for a while. It's not Chip's fault. Right. No, of course not. Yeah. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know you what? Just, you know you, what? It took people a while to to really love Dan. It wasn't automatic. Oh, no. Dan wasn't automatic. But he, took, was, he slowly worked his way in because he started when he was like 11 years old. Yeah, you know, he really was as young. As a, a little guy. And then he, he became, you know, he wasn't like one day he was the Cardinals announcer. Like he worked his way up to that spot. So you did have some time to get to know him. This is different getting somebody kind of thrown in. We haven't historically been very friendly to the people that get kind of thrust into the limelight with the Cardinals. I think with the thing with Chip is, you know, Harry was such a personality, personality and so funny. And then Skip was hilarious too and very funny and entertaining. And Chip is his own person. But he's not as much of a character as he doesn't seem like a character two. at all. No, he's and just doing the game, and I think people are always—you're—at least me—I'm always like, "Hey, don't you have some funny anecdotes about your grandpa or something?" Like, but if he I, was being funny all the time, he doesn't take this game serious. Yeah, people would be like, "Man, I'm sick of all these jokes." I think he's probably starting a little bit more reserved, and rightfully so. I think that's all he's the, doing. Up I think there. that's the knock on him. Is that he's a little dry? I think, I, but I would imagine we're going to see more personality will be revealed. I'd be doing the same thing if I were him, which is you're, you're yes. going straight forward, you're taking it easy, you're getting to know, and then you bring out that personality later. I hope. Battlehawks won a crucial game against the Houston Rednecks. That's what I call them. Twenty-four <laughs> fifteen. McCarron went twenty-six for thirty-four, throwing three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Battlehawks won fairly convincingly. Um, and then what's his name? Oh, Darius Shepard caught seven passes for 70 yards. They look pretty good. And that was the last away game for them, I think. Yeah, they've got a three-game homestand um, that starts, I think, next week. So There's something about, you know, our two losses both being to the defenders hurts where it feels like we're never Yeah, I almost wish we had lost to two different teams because it's like, ah, oh, we had a couple of bad days. But it's like, if we can't beat that team, it feels like that's... Gonna, that, it's going to be tough to win it the all. The defenders lost to, like, the worst team yeah. in the XFL oh, or I think the Guardians, yeah. <laughs> yeah they really? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh that no. feels good, then. <laughs> so they're Not beatable. Not for us, but they are beatable, yeah. They're beatable. <laughs> oh, also, uh, Donnie Hagman set the league record with a 59-yard field goal at the end of the second, or the end of the first half. It just nice. eked over. Just barely. He was not going to make a 60-yarder. That was pretty cool. Uh, blues, we talked about them earlier, so I'm just going to skip that part that I had lined up. Uh, <laughs> this is a bummer. St. Louis City lost the first game of the season. They are 5-1 and one now. They lost to Minnesota United on Saturday night in front of a sellout crowd. Nick was there. It was he, his first game. He was there. Oh, so yeah, bad re- luck charm. I know. <laughs> Never again. St. Louis is still in first place in the Western Conference. I think the next game is against the Seattle Sounders on April 8th. Now, but the, you're fine. Did, now, did you notice that there was some controversy uh, at the game? There were some people that got kicked out of the game because they were because they were standing. Yeah, and, and there was one section that looked like... That was like, we're not standing. And and these gentlemen were like, nope, this is what we do here. And they were standing. And then the police 
came in and drug them out of there, basically. What's the, like, soccer culture? Like, if in Europe, do they stay on the whole game for I these things? So. Like, I don't... Well, Nick, what were they trying to do? When they were on their way to the game, the, the people that he had tickets with, they have season tickets, said, just so you know, it's all standing. You never... We never sit down. That's just how the game works. So he was given the heads up, and Nick's like, that's fine. I don't care. Um, but I guess these people were a little higher up. And so some of some people in that section wanted to sit, some wanted to stand, and the sitters got the standers kicked out. Really? Yeah. I thought everyone was standing the whole time. I did too. That's what, when we, every time we've talked about it, because it, I'd never heard of this, I didn't know it was a thing, and then we heard that, oh, everybody just stands. And so that's when I went, okay, well, I'm never going. Uh, but <laughs> now I know that, like, that's, that's... That's the deal. That's what you do when you go to these... You know, MLS soccer games as you stand the whole time, and all that that whole section didn't want to stand up. I think to get to get them kicked out. Yeah, I think somebody that was sitting behind there was somebody of importance. You know, like really. Do you think if you were at a regular sporting event and there was somebody standing up, you could get those people like booted out, especially when everyone else is like standing? Yeah, so only two guys got kicked out. It was like four of them, I think. I was. I felt bad for the. Standards. Yeah, but if you were a sitter, oh, I, you would be. Yes, you would be. It's different not if you happy. just go to a random Cardinal game and somebody's standing up in front of you the whole time. You're like, hey man, that's not part of the. That's deal. not how we do this here. We sit. If we're excited, we stand up. Yeah. You know, if uh, the Clydesdales come out, we stand up. There's certain things we stand up for, but we don't stand up. The for wave, the whole game. of course. The wave. <laughs> yeah, but just briefly. <laughs> you choose to get into that if you want. Did you guys watch any uh, any basketball this weekend? I did. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch that Caitlin Clark? Yeah. I did. I did not. She's amazing. That's it, what I've heard. Oh, my God. Well, they were talking about her on the pregame for Saturday's uh, Final Four, and all of the guys, Barkley and all of them, I don't <laughs> know all their names, they they were like, she is the best college basketball player, man or woman. They right were, now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. were like... There's just nobody like her. Yeah, and she reminds me of like a like a video game where the ball is just like sort of automatically attached to them, and like no matter what they're doing, like the ball's just with them. But she is. She ended up losing. Iowa lost to LSU in the national championship game. That but game was awesome. I mean, this I I would I'm way outside this whole thing, but I would think this is the best thing that's happened in women's basketball. Just the amount of attention that this tournament got. And the final four tickets for the women were like triple the price of the final four tickets for men. That's Both crazy. those teams were crazy. The, the, uh, did you see the LSU coach at all? Yes, yes her, her outfit. Her outfit. Oh, oh, just Lord. such a character and so <laughs> she animated. She like a lunatic. And those play- I mean, they were just characters on both sides. It was such but a what cool... But what about the controversy for this uh, LSU uh, student that was doing the taunting at the end. What do you think about that? Because... Well, Caitlin Clark yes, she, was doing some yes. taunting and she was really dismissive of a South Carolina player who had, like, terrible uh, shooting percentage from beyond the arc in the previous game. Yes. And that that woman was, like, sitting at the three-point line and Caitlin Clark just did one of these. Like, I don't care about you up there. So Caitlin Clark talks a little bit of trash, but I like watching Caitlin's family because they would be, like... They're, like, nervous for her up there, and they're getting all excited. But her dad and her brother were, like, 
perfectly in sync, just like sort rocking, of nervously back rocking forth. back and forth. <laughs> but yeah, she she talked trash, but everybody talks a little bit of trash. I think if you're gonna, but you're talking about the the LSU player, yeah. the, their big star, whose name I can't remember, Reese. Uh, yeah, she was she kind of gave it to Caitlyn and did did this thing, which I mean, you know. Not nice, but everybody, you're, yeah. you're in the heat of it. They won the game. Right. Probably because they're women and they're like, oh, but they're you competitive. Guys are to be more ladylike. Seems like they're both competitive. Yeah, they're both really totally. competitive and they're both awesome. And LSU, everybody, the whole story, the story was um, Kim Mulkey's outfits and Caitlin Clark's talent. And the, those LSU players knocked down every, every single shot they needed to to win. I thought, I kept thinking, Iowa was coming back because I'm like, this Iowa team looks awesome. But LSU just didn't miss. And so, yeah, I mean, Caitlin Clark was talking some trash. Yeah. And that lady, like, put it back in her face. <laughs> I'm not mad at either. Like, yeah. this is no, just right. the totally. sport. Yep. But, but a yeah, lot. Caitlin Clark's a junior, so she'll be back next year. Oh. She's coming back. And I think the, the other girl that they were talking about, she might be even younger than that. I could be wrong. No, I think, isn't that the one that, I thought she's going in the draft. Oh, is she? She's like the, the she'll probably go first. Oh, okay. Draft, I think. Uh, it's great for women's, uh, for college basketball, though. That's true. Men's final is tonight, San Diego State versus UConn. Go San Diego State. That was your sports. Oh, hey, you're listening to the Courtney Show podcast, fueled by salt and smoke. Oh, hey, you were smart. You get to listen to all this great Courtney Show podcast without all the Bruno Mars. Afterwards, why don't you grab a sandwich from Salt and Smoke? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Courtney Show. Well, about two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago that we had Guy Phillips hanging out in studio and we went over uh, initials that, like, kids use Mm -hmm. and quizzed him and it was highly enjoyable? Yes. I can't remember any of them right now, but, I, you know... He didn't do Neither great. Neither could he. He didn't do great, but <laughs> it was enjoyable. So I found this. Uh, Sarah, my friend Sarah sent me this. It's a guide to what in the heck your kid's slang means. So I'm going to give you a couple of these, see how you guys do. I would think that Brando would know the most. You he, know? he only knows Maybe. the theme songs of the TV shows that they watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good at that. All right, so what does, I'm going to give you some of the slang you guys give me and I get, tell me what it means. What does bet mean? Bet like, or like, bent? You know it. Bet, B-E-T. You know it. Like, you can bet on that. Like, I, I'm, in a, I'm in agreement. It's a sure thing. Yes. Yeah. That is that, that's exactly it. Oh. oh, It means okay. Oh, just so like that, instead just of saying them saying bet. okay, they say bet. Yeah. Hmm. What about no cap? Uh, uh, I'm serious. That's it? Yeah. Did you see this list? No. <laughs> How do you know all How of this? How did you know that so confidently? I'm so young. <laughs> Timo's using the babies all of it. Yeah, using right. no cap. <laughs> no it, cap. No it cap, does. Dad. I need a bottle. Do, do your kids say no cap? No, they don't. I don't understand it. Uh, what about fashion? What do you mean? No, it's I fashion. Don't know, an they say fashion. Nope. Like old fashioned? No. It just means you look great, hot, trendy. Oh, oh man. 
Fashion. Fashion. <laughs> You're so fashion. Uh, what does bussin mean? B U S S I N. It's when you clean up the tables. Uh, no, that's not it. But it does have to do with food. You're taking a bunch of people to go eat. No, it just means the food was really good. Really? Bussin. What? Get it. Like, I don't either. It was bussin? Yes. Uh, like, um, uh, the kids telling me the dinner I made was bussin. That was really good, Mom. That's you what I had a bunch of kids that were really pleased with lasagna last night, but nobody nobody told me threw they out were bussin. Bussin. Okay, you guys know this one. Cringe. Yeah. 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 Okay. Telling the happy kids telling you that you're you being out. really cringe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Mid. M I D. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> um. Let's see. I was mid. <laughs> mid. Mm. Your outfit is mid. Mid-century modern? (laughs) No, it just means mediocre. Yes, mediocre. Uh, What does Gucci mean? It's all good. (laughs) It's similar. It's all Gucci, uh, meaning that it's cool or fine. Yeah. It's a designer outfit. What about... No, I don't want to do that one. Uh, Drip. That's the last one I'll do. Drip. It's your, your outfit. She has a lot of drip. What? That's I'm using it in a sentence for you. Isn't that your your clothes? It can be an accessory, an entire outfit, just someone's sense of style. Drip. I don't even know where they're coming from. Yeah, like what's the <laughs> what is the origin of I'm, some of I'm these? I'm used things? to everything being abbreviated. These don't even feel like abbreviations. They're just like. Hey, Tony, what's a word? Uh, drip. Okay, we'll use that one. Except for fashion. It's like, that's the laziest they've yeah, got. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's called fashion. Yeah, right. Yeah, fashion's a lot cooler. Or shun something. <laughs> All right, that's slang. Hopefully, uh, we helped a few parents out there if you're mm-hmm. hearing some of these words. You probably know more about them than we. The segment was bussing. It what, what? What does that mean again? It was I oh, it was great. Yeah, it, was it wasn't mid. As well, no, it was, no, it was dripping. Yeah, no cap. It was bussing. So much drip. <laughs> The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, Nate Craig is headlining Westport and Joe Marlotti is at Streets of St. Charles. Well, there's serious talk that Chris Hemsworth is about to hit the brakes on the movie business because of Alzheimer's. So last year, he found out that he is at high risk for developing Alzheimer's disease. And according to a source who says, quote, he doesn't plan to take on many roles because of it. Uh, So he found out he was eight to ten times more likely to battle Alzheimer's while he was doing that National Geographic docuseries, that Limitless thing. Uh, But anyway, he said it, uh, quote, triggered something in me to want to take some time off. That's scary. Yeah. It also seems like they're jumping to a lot of... Conclu- you know, I get the take time off and then somebody being like, he's retired. Like, that's why. He's not going to retire. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe he just doesn't go as aggressive as he's been. Yeah. Uh, so he still has two movies that he has to be a part of. He's playing Thor again in Avengers Secret Wars. Um, and then he's also starring in a Hulk Hogan biopic. But that's like all he has right now, I guess, to do. And they're saying like, he's going to take, he's not going to do anything for a little while. Oh. 
I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, it's not official. It's a source saying this. So we'll see. We do have an official concert announcement. Tears for Fears coming to the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater Thursday, July 13th. Uh, Cold War Kids will be their special guest for that show. And those tickets go on sale this Friday morning at 10 a.m. Tears for Fears is awesome. Yeah, I saw them. They opened up for Hall & Oates when I saw Hall & Oates maybe eight or nine years ago. And they were so much better than Hall & Oates. I saw them a few years ago at a festival. And, I mean, they, they are... They sound great. They're so much better than you would even expect Tears for Fears. And the amount of songs you forget that you know by them. They were playing covers and stuff. Like, they were covering Arcade Fire and Radiohead. It was awesome. Really? Uh, And Cold War Kids is great, too. So that's a great show. It should. I mean, it's at the amphitheater, so a lot of seats. The Cure continues to take on Ticketmaster. So they just canceled 7,000 scalped tickets from their upcoming tour. I don't even know how this works, how they knew these tickets had been scalped, but they're like, nope, it ain't going to work. They plan to resell those tickets and then donate the original fees to Amnesty International. So they've, they're going out after. They, remember, they had previously opted out of Ticketmaster's Platinum uh, tickets and then the dynamically priced ticket options. They were like, nope, we're not doing that. And then they outed all the other artists and said... Look, you guys don't have to agree to this. Yeah, why is The Cure fighting this battle by themselves? It's ridiculous. And, and some of these monster acts, they got to, I mean, they, they should be doing that power. Must, yes. Yes, they must hate that they're like, right. Like showing, like, because this is, so many of them are just like, Ticketmaster is so bad, man. It's not us. We can, they don't we can't do control anything. it. Yes. And Robert Smith's like, nope, it's, you guys can just not be a part of it. The big ones cannot be a part of Ticketmaster, period. Yeah, you're they right. They can choose not to be. You can just walk away from it. Or the start Rolling their Stones, own thing. You it's can not, do whatever you want. Yeah. RollingStonesTickets.com or whatever. Yeah. Uh, during a show in Arlington, Texas on Saturday night, Taylor Swift walked to the edge of the stage and gave a nine-year-old girl the hat she was wearing. The little girl turned out to be Selena Gomez's little sister. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, handed her a note. And, I mean, she's nine. I, I, I mean, whatever. <laughs> But she handed her a note and then just put the hat on, just kind of walked off. Like, it wasn't like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, this was a prearranged event. It just <laughs> took place. Thank you, Selena. I don't know. The video's on the blog today if you want to be enraged if you're a fan. The hoverboard from Back to the Future Part 2, or at least one of the hoverboards, is about to go up to uh, go up on auction. Don't know what it's going to get. We'll have to see. I'm sure we'll find out once it's all done. And then also at this auction, they've got John Travolta's white suit from Saturday Night Fever. That's going to be auctioned. I can't believe up as that's well. still available. I can't believe. Yeah, that's not. How in that like, hasn't been auctioned off. Yeah, already. in like well, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something. Like that's an iconic thing to just be floating around out there. Yeah. I mean the hoverboard. Yeah. Why not? There's probably twelve of those hoverboards. Not surprising. Samuel L. Jackson will return as Nick Fury in the Marvel series Secret Invasion. I don't know much about it, but it does star Amelia Clark, Don Cheadle, and Martin Freeman are all in it. So I don't even know. I'm assuming it's on Disney. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Quinta Brunson from Abbott Elementary hosted SNL over the weekend. During her monologue, she stood up for teachers. She wants them to be paid more. She's right. We don't pay teachers enough, and they're dropping like flies. They're quitting. Yeah, that's a big problem. And she was a teacher for a long time. That's how that's, that's, that's where the whole thing, the, the story from. Yeah. 
William Daniels returned, returned, uh, returned rather, reunited with his uh, Boy Meets World co-stars. It was his 96th birthday. So he played, what does he play, like the teacher on that Mr. show? Feeney. Mr. Feeney. Yeah, back in the day. Well, he's 96 for his birthday. He got back together with all the co-stars of Boy Meets World, and I'm sure fans of the show love that. Uh, TV uh, sideshow characters, they've got a list of TV sh- sideshow characters that in their estimation stole the show so we'll stay in quotes stole the show this is movieweb.com came up with this list i mean there's some in here i think you'll agree with but Fonzie. i think i think you're missing oh, some oh that's a good one thank you so okay i have a hard time understanding if it's a side character or if it's part of the main cast but not a featured character. Would you say Fonzie is a side character? Well, in the beginning, he was. It seems to me that he falls into this thing. I, I would totally agree. They're like Their number one person on here is Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel, not listed. I am killing Homer this. Simpson. <laughs> I think Homer is the main <laughs> cast. Uh, Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead. So it was a character, and it just t- took on a whole other life to where he's got his own show now. Um, they also have, did you watch, who watched The Good Place? Did you guys watch The I Good did. Place? Cheaty? Uh, Cheaty, they list as a side character. But then number four on the list, but Erica. But Cheaty's a main cast member. See, this is where it gets mm-hmm. confusing. Like Erica from Stranger Things. Is that, that, that the little sister? Yes. Yeah. I couldn't stand her. Oh, you couldn't? She reminded me of D from What's Happening. I thought she was a terrible actress. Oh, I thought she was. In the, fir- in the first season, she was funny. And then they tried to and do a little they did more with her, maybe. With her. I didn't love it, but like April from Parks and Rec, Aubrey Plaza's oh, character. She, yeah, she was. I great. would totally agree. She probably's not a main main cast member initially. Did you watch Girls? Yes. Adam Driver's character. Oh yeah. I said he, you know, kind of stole the show. But like, I I put down uh, Newman. Oh yeah. Seinfeld. He didn't make the top ten. And then what about Frasier? Would you say Frasier would count as that in Cheers? I mean, that character no, became it became a yeah, big but it, part of that show for a while. But you would never watch Cheers and be like, "This guy's stealing the show." They were all yeah, you're probably great. right. I don't. He know. just happened to have that, you know, the spinoff work. I didn't love this list, but the there's I think there's a few more. It's up on the blog today if you want to check it out. And on the TV tonight, you've got NCAA championship basketball. We talked about it in sports. UConn taking on San Diego State. That game 8:20 on CBS. And then the season finale of Quantum League. Yes. Nine o'clock tonight. It's gonna be a good one, folks. <laughs> on the old NBC. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Courtney Show. Well, a couple things on 1065thearch.com that you can find out about. One is the Donuts, Donuts, and Donuts tour that we're going to be doing this summer. And uh, how you can suggest a donut place for us to hit as we hit the road on Fridays in the summer. We'd love to hear suggestions from all over. From all over. We're going to really try to get to some towns that we don't normally visit. So send us uh, your favorite donut place and if they have a good parking lot for us to broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) Parking lot is important. It's kind of key. Yeah, it is kind of key. It really is. Sadly, it is part of it. Because, you know... You don't want somebody to be right on the... I think one of the places that was suggested to us, 
They have no parking lot at all. Mm-hmm. It's right on the street. It would just wouldn't it wouldn't work. So go to the website. You can also find out about the St. Louis Microfest Beer Festival, which is Saturday, May 6th at the Upper Muni Muni parking lot in Forest Park. And tickets are available for two different sessions. They start at $45 and you can sample craft beers from local breweries, listen to live music. They have great food as well. And again, that's Saturday May 6th at all benefits Lift for Life Gym, which provides supervised and safe activities for kids from 8 to 18. And we visited uh, the Lift for Life uh, Center, and it is incredible what they do. Just mm-hmm. really, really a great... had a real effect on us. Great <laughs> organization. 1065thearch.com. All right, we got some Texas in. Bernadette said, so if you only watch the first three episodes of Quantum, Quantum Leap, will you be lost watching the finale? Oh yeah, for sure. Yes, because <laughs> I, I think I've all, I've watched the first three as well, and then gave up. And Bernadette was like, "It's just she couldn't keep going because of the bad acting." I know, but you got to get a little further in. I think they have some interesting things that they're doing with this reboot. Is the acting great? No, but I think you're going to find some of the things pretty interesting. Where are we with La Brea? I'm I'm out on La Brea. I have all of the episodes recorded. I just haven't found the strength to go back in. <laughs> what was the, do you remember the moment? I don't. It, it broke you? I don't. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look. you made it look. through a lot. I made it through a whole season. I think Quantum Leap has... Quantum Leaped it? Yes. I think that's my guilty pleasure show. Mm-hmm. But I like it. Every episode's a little different. Because, you know, you're... Ben... That's his name, not Sam. Ben is leaping into different things that he has to take care of. But then there's this whole, you get to see what back at home, what's happening back at home. There's something interesting about that. Yes. So I, I don't know. Listen, I'm not saying it's the best show ever, but I, I've liked where where they've been going. All right, it All got right. picked up for a second season. I, it sure too. did. <laughs> I think people just are hoping we can get Sam back home. Okay. Like I hope they. I, I think, would love that. Yes, you're hoping that maybe they run into him. <laughs> yeah. Well, last time we talked about it. I was texting with somebody from the Great Taste Gang, and I thought Sam never made it home. I thought so, too. But they said something different, that, like, Al took his place or something. And I was like, I don't remember that. I thought the last thing was... It's probably some sort of fan fiction story, you know, because I'm sure Quantum Leap's got its own leapers out there. (laughs) I Uh, guess I should have probably looked all that up before I even started on this new Quantum Leap, and I I never did. I think it's a real... It's one of those real controversial endings, like they didn't know they were getting canceled or something like that. So they didn't tie it up? And they were in some kind of weird, almost like a purgatory place or something. Some weird things happened at the end. That's all I remember. You should ask your dentist next time you go in. Although (laughs) Sam wanted to go home, he instead chose to return and inform Beth and Al he was still alive. The final caption of the show tells the audience that in the end, Sam Sam never never returned home. Yeah, Yeah. That's the thing I remembered the most is Sam never made it home. Yeah, that's according. That's what it says on the Wikipedias. And Wikipedia knows. We also got a few texts. For two first-time texters texted in about things you hope never go out of style. And this was my initial uh, my initial thought. Somebody texted and said, side part in your hair can't ever give it up. No. There, I, there's just no way. Not everyone has a face for the middle part. Yeah. 
And that would mean I have to have bangs again. And I don't look good with bangs either. Yeah. This is all I've got. And then Amanda from Imperial, first time texter, said, I'd never, I've never let go of fanny packs and scrunchies. So, so yeah, we were talking about trends that you wish would come back or that mm-hmm. you've never let go of. Fanny pack. She's always been a fanny pack girl. Yeah, always been a fanny pack. And scrunchies. Yeah. I like that. She never let them go. All right, thanks to everybody who's texted us on the Cheney window and door text line. We're going to read some text later, so if you want, send us a text. 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Brando's, Brando's. Brando's, Brando's. You know we got some random stories to talk about this morning. So last Thursday... Three North Carolina state senators introduced what they're calling the Eliminate Participation Trophies Act. (laughs) So it would ban participation trophies at all youth sporting events in North Carolina, just in the state of North Carolina, that are sponsored by state or local government. This is a vote grab. This is, has nothing yes. to do with anything yeah. that's important in the world. It's not going to help people. No. It's not going to help working Americans. But it's going to make f- some people feel a lot better. Like, that's about time we got rid of those participation awards. North Car- Carolina has so many more problems. Oh, my gosh. It's just so, <laughs> but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be one of those things where it's like, finally. Finally yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. Kids know. They're not like, they didn't think they just won the World Series. When they everybody gets the participation award, we're talking about like six six year olds, five year olds. They're just like, "Hey, I got something," and they're happy about it, and then they just move on. And everyone jokes about participation trophies. Very rarely, excuse me, somebody given a trophy that says participation on it. Like the idea is that they're giving kids medals for everything, and they'll name it different things, but they're going to ban a participation trophy, and that doesn't matter because none of it's really called that. It's just a fun thing for little kids when they're in t-ball or whatever. They can all get a team picture together, and then it's a way to remember that season. Brando, there are losers and winners, and they are the losers. They deserve nothing. (laughs) At at some point, it crosses over into winners and losers, and I totally support that. I don't think Aaron's team is going to be like, hey, we didn't get a participation trophy. (laughs) They're sophomores. They're like, you don't they don't they even know, want the trophy. They're aware They just now. want to win and trash talk the opponent, basically. Like, that's more fun than the, the dumb trophy oh, or whatever. It's just so... Or the ring or whatever it is you get now. It's, but anyway. It's it, stupid. But the, yeah, the way that they're going to do it, if this would ever actually go through, is it would only affect any youth sporting event that is sponsored by state or local government. So then the local government would still have an option, I would think, to whether they're like, mm, we're not following that if we don't want to, but... We'll see what comes out of it. Just a waste of time. Such a waste of time. Waste of everybody's time. I can't stand those people. They all should get, you know what they should do? They should give those guys participation awards for coming up with the idea. Like, good job, guys. Oh, yeah. Like a lawyer has to, no, they should have to pay something. Like a pay a fine for wasting time. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Like how a lawsuit, if it's Mm -hmm. frivolous. You get get countersued by the people for dumb ideas. The uh, a thirty three a thirty three year old Uber driver recently picked up a seventy one year old guy from a dialysis center in Delaware. So the guy obviously needed you know kidneys. He's dealing with whatever. He's on dialysis. So I guess they got to talking. They got to be pals. That Uber driver, the thirty three year old, ended up giving the seventy one year old a kidney. That's How does what? this even happen? It's crazy. And for it to. For him to be a match? Yes. It's crazy. Saved his life. But also, that's 
Did it save his life or is he he's it's on got dialysis? To be. I mean, well, he's not on dialysis. He shouldn't be on dialysis anymore unless he got a bad kidney. He's like, man, this thing's defective. Thanks for nothing, <laughs> Thanks, Uber, Uber driver. driver. I'm not even tipping you for that what one. Kind of people. I mean, what? It's incredible. It's incredible. There has to be a GoFundMe now for this Uber driver, don't you yeah, think? I would hope yeah. so. Uh, egg prices, with uh, with egg prices, when they were super high, the potato industry decided to go ahead and step in and say, hey, we got an idea for you guys. This year for Easter, hear me out, Easter potatoes. <laughs> so I looked, yeah, Landrum loved it. I looked this up because I, when I first read it, I thought, oh, they mean like instead of cooking with eggs, Oh, no, they mean color. They mean color the potatoes. coloring the egg. You can dye (laughs) potatoes, and they look, I mean, they look like a potato. Do you have to peel it? No, it's not peeled at all. The ones I found are not peeled or anything. Look, if it's on the the blog, I have not posted, posted the blog yet, but it's up on the blog. You can see dyed potatoes. Do they look good? I mean, they obviously picked the They're best. They're misshapen. The best looking potatoes of the bunch that they could find. The most egg-like potatoes. <laughs> See? <laughs> I think it's funny. It is funny. But they said, so, you know, in February, January and February, price of eggs was really, really high. Everybody was complaining. You know, we were, I think people lost their houses over it. It was terrible. But now they say that egg <laughs> prices have actually fallen, so you don't necessarily have to do the Easter potatoes, unless you wanna, I suppose. It's just big potato trying it's to. It's big potato <laughs> trying to push their taters uh-huh. on us. Yeah, we already eat enough of your taters. <laughs> I mean, how many French fries did we all eat in a week? Not, not, not counting all year. Uh, and last but not least, is if you're driving for Easter, which is coming up here quickly, if you're doing traveling or anything across the country, you may want to know which cities have the worst drivers. Uh, and um, Jacksonville, Florida isn't looking good. That's considered That's a the- retired area, right? Jacksonville? Jacksonville? Mm, I don't know. I don't it's know. like a bunch of rednecks. Sorry, Jacksonville. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't know, maybe. No, I, th- I don't think it is. It's a little more central. Yeah. So it's more hoogie. Think of it that way. Louisville, Kentucky came in second for having the worst drivers. I was just in Louisville. I didn't didn't register to me that it was a bad place to drive. I have m- many more bad driver encounters in Chicago, uh, followed by Orlando, Tampa, retirement, Nashville, Memphis, Riverside, California. Well, what is, where's Riverside, California? Is that- Everybody's looking at the river the whole time. Part of something. It's true. New Orleans, Birmingham, uh, Birmingham, and Alabama, and then Sacramento. And it's because everyone hates their life because they're living in Sacramento. You guys where did out St. There Louis? Weekend. Where did St. Louis end up? I don't have St. Louis's. Ranking. I'm curious. I think Come, it's in the middle. From you guys that have lived in different places, where does how do you feel about St. Louis drivers compared to? It's our baseline because it's you know where we grew up and started driving. But I it, like, I did know. you have you ever lived like in a city are, where you're like, it's these are the worst drivers I've ever the rules encountered. are so noticeably different. <clears throat> In LA, how people drive and what they get away with, and you know when a light turns, how many people go. Like it's a whole other rhythm to to driving in Los Angeles. So I don't think that necessarily means they're worse drivers, but it's just such a different thing. For example, when the light turns red in Los Angeles, well, when you're turning like left, when the light turns red, two cars get to go. Maybe three sometimes, but at least oh, two. Really? Yeah, nobody, two. You just accept it. If you, if you, because basically the other lights are green. Your, yours is still red. Cars going. No, no. You like as soon as the light turns red, two cars get to turn left. Really? And maybe a third. But if you are a car 
and only one car goes, and you're like you're in front of me. There's two cars in front of me. Oh, you're in trouble. Then I'm furious. <laughs> but I remember the first time, the, the, like my first few months there, I would, I would honk at the people that would turn left. Because I was like, what are these guys doing? Yeah, they're what are you up, doing? You're crazy. They're, they're, they're messing up the next round of traffic. But if they don't do what they do, then nobody ever really gets to turn left. So then it. finally you're like, okay, I wish I could go back and apologize to all the people I honked at. You didn't realize. I didn't realize that this is what happens here. Okay. I wonder how many times I did it wrong in LA and we're just like, I wonder who they're honking at. Yeah. <laughs> but you come back here and try to pull that and you're, everyone's angry with you. And then in New York, it's it's it seems like it's utter chaos because there's but there's a rhythm, there's like a method to the chaos that's happening on the streets. Like the because I used to ride my motorcycle there, and people are like, "Are you crazy?" And you're like, "No, you know what everybody's doing because everybody, if there's a space that they can take, they will take it." And so everybody's doing that exact same thing. So you know that you have to look out for that constantly. I did hear something that more and more uh, states are going to make it uh, so you can't turn right on red anymore. Mm. That's ridiculous. How crazy is that? That is so stupid. Because you're just sitting there. And oh, yeah. There's, no, there's nobody coming your way. I don't... I, you know that show Top Gear? That's like, you yeah. know, it's like British guys. It's, it's, it's It started in the UK, but it's these British guys who are like car fanatic experts, all this stuff. And they there's like a meme that goes around every once in a while that's like the single greatest invention that ever came out of America is being able to turn right on red. <laughs> it is. The like, idea that people are going to ban that is crazy. It's crazy. They're probably doing it in North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina. Turkeys. <laughs> that's Brando's Randos. Brando's Randos. Brando's Randos. The Courtney Show. Listen to my strong opinion. Time to bitch. All right, strong opinions, and it is brought to you by TR Hughes. You can get half acre new home sites in Wentzville and five acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. All right, mine is just a real quick one, and it's a little annoyance. And I just want to state it. You know, some people have their emails set to anytime you read an email from them, they want a receipt back. Mm. Let's stop this. Yes. Especially if you are a person that sends lots of emails. To lots of people. Let's stop this. I am always clicking no. Is that just within our company email? No, because I know another place, like sometimes uh, there are different services that want to, like, uh, morning show services. Like, hey, we'd love for you to subscribe to this prep that we have. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, and there's somebody that, there's somebody that I get emails from a lot that mm-hmm. want to that want to see when you if you've read the read the email they sent. And I always say, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't like it. It bothers me. It gets it gets in the way. It's invasive. Yes. And yeah. It's, you already. Sending me stuff. And it gets in the way of the flow of deleting emails that are mostly junk anyway. So you're just going down the line, delete, delete. And then all of a sudden, do you want to send a receipt? No, I'm not sending a receipt. That's it. It's dumb. But let's let's stop it. Turn it off. Do you really need to know? And it seems like it'd be annoying for you. Right. Yeah. Do you really want all those notifications coming back? Yes. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Unless it's a really important, it's important information 
right. you have to let somebody know everybody read these emails. Yeah, you're a certain kind of person. If every email you send, you put that on. receipt. Yeah. Yes, I know it's small. That or maybe you just don't know how to turn it off. It's a tiny <laughs> annoyance, but it bothers me, and that's my strong opinion. All right, who's next? That's good. Um, so this one, it's came up over the weekend. Um, I've seen at least two videos, and we kind of talked about them this morning. That uh, of the tornadoes that went through in different parts of the area. One was uh, the woman on the front, or the guy on the front porch. I think you talked about. You see the trees come down oh, as the crazy. tornadoes come through, and, and then the whole just, neighborhood is just the looks- tree. You just see all these trees down. It's crazy. Just you know, guy was lucky to be alive. Another one I saw. A woman was at like a like a store, like a mini mall kind of storefront, and she's outside. You can hear the storm coming. And she, you know, ducks back in right before the tornado hits. And then they, like, can't keep the door closed. And you can tell, like, her phone goes flying. The roof ends up getting ripped off. You're like, this is incredible video. <laughs> and, of course, I watched it a couple times. And then the, uh, both videos I watched a lot. But the, the overwhelming thought is, go inside. Stop shooting video on your phone. There's obviously a tornado right there. Go take shelter. Steve's... Got his sleeves rolled up, people. <laughs> go inside. Go if you don't have a basement. Find the interior room. Go follow the advice. Go hide. We have more cameras around nowadays than ever before. It's getting captured. Don't worry. If there's a gas station down the street, the gas station's probably got eight cameras all around. And it. what are you getting out of it? And yeah, exactly. Like what? What's the what's the point? Like the one the woman's outside. Like as it's coming, and at the very last second, she ducks in. Mm. And you're like, how did you? You should be dead. You're lucky to be alive, and there's zero reason you need to be out there. So just go inside. Go inside. Go inside. That was in Arkansas, right? That, that woman? one was uh, yeah. Arkansas, I believe. Yes. yes. I'll go see inside. If, I'll see if I can find the guy standing on his front porch because I, I, I don't see I watched that it. one this morning. Yeah, I that saw it on Twitter like, this morning. Just as disturbing. Oh, here it is. Yes. No, that guy. This guy's in a van. That's different. Oh, I didn't see the van one. Well, why? Sometimes you're stuck. Yeah, I think he right. was stuck inside the van. Yeah, and you just want to document, you know, your possible death. I get that. But when you're in a building, go in the building. All right. It's good. It's Who's smart. next? I like it. I'll go. Uh, have you guys ever seen the show, Them Yo People? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Great. I've been familiar with it for years. And I use, Mr. Gary is the host. And yeah. I've seen him out at different at places. Events, events yeah. all the time. And you see little clips. and He's people, got a scepter. Yeah, a scepter and a crown. And I've people, worn his crown, by and, the way. And it's a, it's a um, if you're not <laughs> Heavy familiar. Heavy is the head. <laughs> it's a locally produced television show that Mr. Gary hosts. Uh, and it's they buy time. I think it's on Channel 4. And they have sponsors. And that's that's how it was. So it's it's local thing. And you think, oh, it's this bad local TV show. I actually... Watched it this weekend. Uh, it's fantastic. I couldn't stop watching it. My strong opinion is that Them Yo People is the best locally produced television show on You've TV. never watched it before? I've never watched a whole thing before. And here's the thing. He's great. He's the king of hospitality. He's funny. He's sharp. These interviews are great. And it is more real. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the lifestyle programs that we see on local TV are just the fakest lamest it's this spokesperson and it's copy points and it's not an easy thing to do this is completely real he's out the segment uh that it started with he was just out at the armory which is it's the new place in town everyone's curious about and he's just walking up to people asking questions and they're like thrown off and it's completely real and you watch him get nervous with the camera in their face and say really things and he's like who yo people and then he has to tell them <laughs> there you go they got to tell them 
and it's awesome and he's good and it moves like and it's it's this is not by accident like he knows what he's doing the thing moves from segment to segment you're seeing people being real in st louis uh it is the it is the best locally produced thing on television we were at a cardinal game or uh, outside like going in and my dad saw mr gary and it was like he saw elvis yes it's oh my god and he's like shouting at him i've never seen my dad react that strongly to any human being well you know the local uh if he'd be great on one of the he shows be, that he should be doing midday a midday yeah. show on one of these networks instead of these dumb shows that we have to watch why not have Mr. Gary there doing it I co- that's I completely <laughs> Mr. agree now Mr. Gary's Gary. probably doing just fine I mean they're buying the time he's selling the sponsorships he's probably making more money than a lot of those people on the shows that we watch honestly yeah he's like I don't want to take a pay cut but I agree he's, <laughs> the, he, he's, he's better than a ton of the stuff that's It'd be on. way more fun national news would be like what is going oh, on in St. Man. Louis yes this guy's got a crown and a scepter yes at and least give him a segment or he something he just took uh, a show away from uh you know Drew Barrymore <laughs> yeah but uh, anyway I, I loved it I'm, I'm gonna be a regular viewer now did you see that Drew Barrymore yes, is hosting? Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Oh, I know. That, what is she hosting? MTV, MTV movie. Oh, that, is that is wild. It doesn't seem to work. Is them yo people, how did it start? Does anybody know that? No, I don't no. know the lineage of it. He's just been around. You know, he's one of those people, those characters yeah. that seems to have been around for a for a really long time. Yeah. And you just know who he is. Yeah. He's, Feels like a public access show that just took off. Yeah, yes. I don't. I don't know. But he's good. The people that freak out, he keeps. He he helps them out. And I mean, he and and again, he they keep the thing moving. A lot of those local TV shows, you know, where it's like that's just a guy and his friend behind the camera. They just will talk to someone for twenty minutes. They're just sitting there forever. Not Mr. Gary, man. No. He keeps it moving. <laughs> and there are cuts either. He'll sit down. He'll interview seven people at one time, and he knows exactly when to get out. It's great. <laughs> I'm just looking it up, and he's interviewed Dave Letterman before. Yeah, I gotta see this. I like this guy. He's everywhere you should be in St. Louis. They do a great job. Uh, my strong opinion. I mean, listen, this is we've we've talked about this stuff before in the past, but. I think there needs to be a new cabinet position in America, like the secretary of line management and somebody, we need to standardize how we do lines. All lines, every line when possible should be done like how Schnooks does it now and how like the TSA does it. So you don't get in the wrong line. So you don't get in the wrong line. No. Yeah. Because you're in a line. Yes. And then you're called. TJ Maxx and Marshalls have done it for years like that. Exactly. That's the way to do it. And then then if there's like one really slow teller or one person who's returning a bunch of items, doesn't mess your whole day up. That's true. So that that you just spread it all around. Most Kohl's do that too now. I think they've got that. It's a great way to do it. You're right. If there are multiple lanes anywhere, that's the way the Because I'm the person that chooses. The wrong line every time. You always do. You mm-hmm. always choose the wrong line. So in America, we need to standardize this thing. In every line, it should be a presumptive single line feeder, and that's it. Yes. And if it can't be that way, that's fine. But most everything should be like that from here on out. I agree. Okay, you, I my five. people. What if? What if? <laughs> in order to do that, we had to all start calling it a queue, though. If they're like, that's oh, fine. we'll give you that. I don't care. Totally fine. But America, would, you can't say line anymore. You have to say Q. I'm fine with that. I would do any. I, I agree with what you're saying. I know that that would be feel wrong and terrible. Because it's kind of metric-y. But they also it, say standing online. In the East Coast, they say online. Online, not yeah. in line. Mm-hmm. 
which is out of line as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, those are our strong opinions brought to you by T.R. Hughes, half acre new home sites in Wentzville, five acre new home sites in St. Charles, trhughes.com. First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. First five notes is brought to you by Carroll House Furniture. Carroll House will beat any price in the country. Carol House Furniture, because you like nice things. Let's meet our contestant for first five notes. Hello, Heather from Mo Fallon. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great. Great. Monday, sunshine. It's a beautiful day. What do you got planned today? You working? That's right. I am driving into work right now, yes. All right. Well, let's get you some tickets before you get to work so you can have a great day. We have a pair of tickets for you to see Burt Kreischer. He is going to be at the Enterprise Center on June 24th. You just have to get two out of three in first five notes, but you do have to play against one of us. Who's it going to be today? Um, I will play against Brando. All right. All right, Heather. Okay, Heather. You ready to rock? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Pretty sharp today. (laughs) Look out. Brando's feeling sharp. Uh, here is Heather, song number one. Oh, goodness. I know that one. Do you want to hear it again? Sure, thank you. Oh, my God. I'm in between oh, like I a fan. I have no idea. Really? You know the I artist? I think I know what it is. Is it, um... I think it's... I don't know. Oh, is it? Can I get a clue? Oh, uh... He's giving you clues right now. Yeah, I'm like... You got it! <laughs> That's it right there. That was the... That yeah. was the Does it have a drummer that was recently in the news? Yes. Okay. Is All it right. Jeff Lippin? Yes! Yes! <laughs> He got knocked down. Oh, I did. But he got up again. He did. (laughs) All right, that's one. Yeah. That's one. That's one, Heather. That was a journey for all of us. (laughs) All right, Heather, here's song number two. I bet you know that one. Um, is that is um Yes, I have it. It's tip of my tongue. It's a planet. Well You got it. Yeah, baby. You got it. Women. Come on. You got it. It's a oh razor for women as well. It is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Men are from Mars. Men are from Mars. Yes. Oh, uh, Venus. Venus. Banana Rama. <laughs> All right, that's a that's a win. Heather's got it. Somehow. <laughs> All right, Heather, let's get this last one. It'll be fun. Here's song number three. Oh my goodness! It's hard to get I the name of this song. <laughs> I mean, it's like the first words of the song mm-hmm. if you recognize it. We're trying to find out if you're a contender oh. or a champion. <laughs> the champion. <laughs> Chrissy Hine is the lead singer of the band. Oh gosh, I did not know. All right. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm the great pretender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was nice an job, She meant an S. And that is Heather to win. You're going to be uh, at the Enterprise Center on June 24th to see Bert Kreischer. Congratulations. Hold on. We'll get all your info. We'll play for another pair of tickets tomorrow on the Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. <laughs> 
it's not the right music. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> I can do the other one. I was like, you we, don't have a song. we didn't pick a song of the day. I was like, what are you doing? What's happening? <laughs> we start. I get those two mixed start. up every now and again. <laughs> we started a little wonky. We're going to end the show a little wonky. Yeah, it's not my best day. It's a Monday. I take a what day are you going to do? Um, I did get a message from Jean. I think it's Cheesecake Jean. I'm almost positive. Uh, she said, my husband and I went went in on shrinking over the last week. It has to be one of our favorite shows in years. Thanks for all your TV recommendations. We have to pick a new show for TCS TV Club, whatever we're calling it. But we had uh, The Last of Us, which we all loved. So we I don't need think we new... have a show we all agree on right now. But I think like we the just... Last of Us, we were all in on. I w- I wasn't sure until Chris watched the first episode and. I trust you, mm-hmm. so I trusted your thoughts on it. I think somebody just needs to. It's one of those things that's going to be, you, you know, when you like go on like a, a a trip with people, and then they, everybody's like, I don't know, what do you want to eat? And they're like, I don't know. And then somebody's like, whoever cares the most in that moment has to pick, and then they pick a place, and then everybody gets mad because they're yes. like, man, the service was so bad, <laughs> uh-huh. and the food was bad, and this was bad. You're like, I don't live in Albuquerque. Like, I just chose a spot, like, and then you feel guilty. Yeah. So it's going to have to be like that. Like, somebody's going to have to take a chance on a show and convince everybody else to watch it, and then that's the show. Yikes. But hopefully it's like a cultural thing. That we're all excited to watch. Yeah, or like something that's going to take over. Like, Succession is a good one to do. We we can't, we can't do it, but... It would have been. It would have been a good one if everybody was up to speed. Like, it's a bummer. There's another one, something... The Last of Us is a show, though. I saw, you know, I saw the previews. It's a show I would have not normally gone in on, and I'm mm-hmm. so glad I did. I'm so glad you did, too. Because it seemed to me like another one of those, like a zombie show. Right. A typical... But, but it's it was, not. It's better. It's anything but typical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we got some Texas in, I believe. Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay, good. That's true. TCS TV show, Daisy Jones and the Six. I know. I have the book to read, though. I've had oh. the book since the since my power went out, remember, over Christmas? Oh, yeah. I bought were. a bunch. Of, I bought a few books. And I still haven't read it. I started Daisy Jones and the Six for like three minutes the other night. And I started watching and I'm like, I don't think I'm ready for, like I wasn't in the right mindset for Mm -hmm. what that ended up starting as. Yeah. But I would do that one. I've heard all good, I've heard good things about it. You have? Yeah. And it's a book. They turned into a TV series. Yes. All right. I'm listening. Is that the like Fleetwood Mac kind of story? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's granddaughter. It starts in kind of an interesting way. It does this thing where it's... it's like a docu-style, right? Yeah, but I mean, I've only seen the first three minutes, so this isn't a big spoiler (laughs) or anything. (laughs) But I liked how it started because they were doing interviews with people 20 years after. They they were showing footage of like the 1977 or something. And then, you know, the big thing was like, it didn't last or whatever. And so they were doing interviews with them later maybe 20 years later. So it might have been like the 90s or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's something interesting about it right off the bat. I know. I wonder if I should even read the book. But I do want to read it. I bought it. I have it to read. Oh, Glaze just texted Daisy Jones and the Six. I want to watch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I'm waiting on that right. one. <laughs> I'll be waiting. Uh, let's see what do we got. Courtney. T.O.C. Iron Chef. Jose. 
land, 10 landslides. Oh, I haven't watched TOC yet from from last night. Oh, oh okay. So, so don't, that's why. Spoiler. Yeah. So that's I don't why know. I didn't say anything Thank about you. it. Thank you. Thank you. I haven't watched it yet. But okay, what, cool. my front runner, the one I was rooting for, she she lost last week and I'm bummed. Uh, she gone? She gone. Oh, my favorite so in the whole group. We got a text saying, what did you guys think of the Battle Hawks April Fool's press release? Funny and timing was great, but still brought back the Rams sting. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, it was no, fun. It was funny. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I can't imagine people that actually bought it. Who would but... have believed that? It just no. had prank all over right. it. Right. I wonder if somebody like threw something they were eating to the ground in that moment, or like waste, like spit their cop after ah, the spit take. What is it with the Battle Hawks fans? Like the really, you know, crazy fans. I saw a Battle Hawks uh, fan at the game in Houston. Did you see that yes, guy? It was awesome. Who are these? people? I don't know. I was so proud. They though. didn't do it though. <laughs> no, it's a different thing entirely. Yes, it reminds me of the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. He was dressed up. He oh, had, like, it was football pads and and he was and in Houston. In Houston, yeah. Yeah, all those years with the Rams, I don't remember. Anybody I don't either. Looking unhinged at a yes. <laughs> Chiefs game or something. It made me really <laughs> proud. I love that it's an overcorrection for what happened with the Rams. It really yeah. makes me happy and proud. It's a different kind of person, though. Yeah, and the, like you know, the Battlehawks is such a dumb name. But people are embracing the cause. Like just how the ridiculous. Law. Cause silly. the law. And people so on the street are like, I, I do like the over the top of it. It makes St. Louis like such a hilarious. Like, it just makes me proud. Just grown human beings screaming caca at each other. I really love it. Um, Marion, not Ginger, texted and said, Courtney loved experiencing your trivia hosting skills Saturday at the Moose Lodge. My favorite was you declaring an answer a mulligan immediately after reading the question. Because <laughs> no, it was such a, uh, what was the question? Who's going to get that one right? It was, it was some, t- it was not a good question, even though a lot of the questions were really good, but I'm like, oh yeah. Get those mulligans out. <laughs> Nobody knows this. Um, I like this one, too. It said, don't know if you can do a shout-out, but it would be nice to give one to O'Fallon Moe's own Kyle Sherman for finishing third in the USBC Masters Tournament. It's a bowling tournament. It's it's a very hard grind of a tournament for the professionals. So that's pretty cool. That's Number awesome. three, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Go get him, Kyle Sherman. I mean, we can't give him a shout-out because he got third. If he got first, though, yes, we would do it. We don't do participation no. trophies. <laughs> participation <laughs> garbage. Man. Uh, let's see. This is from Erica. I moved to D.C. last fall but still listen to the podcast every day. I can't decide if it makes me more or less homesick, but I do know my neighbors probably think I'm insane when I laugh out loud while listening on walks with the youngest member of the GTG. There's a... A, uh, a a picture of a beautiful baby. Aww. I just I clicked uh, off of it, but I'll show it to you. Uh, she loves the podcast, by the way, and hopes you guys do donuts, donuts, and donuts again this summer so she can make an appearance when we're in town. That'd be great. We mm-hmm. couldn't get the cards game out here, so we love listening to the opening day broadcast. She'll never be a fan of that dumb team here with the Walgreens logo. Mm-hmm. She's in D.C. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, the Nats have... Clydesdale's on opening day. I don't know who they think they are. Houston did too. Did you see Houston? But I made did sure it? everyone no. here knows that St. Louis owns Clydesdales. Houston did it too. What? Oh yeah. So they came out with the the owners, the husband and wife, 
and their World Series trophies, and they were sitting on, like, they were being pulled by Clydesdales, <gasps> and everybody was going in on them. No they were even way. trying to steal the Clydesdale. Yeah. <laughs> Stealing signs. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's good. Uh-huh. I like that. Uh, great text today. Thank you to everybody who texted in on the Cheney Window and Door text line. You know, if you want to text in tonight, I'll read them tomorrow. I don't care. I do. I play by my own rules. After dark. After dark. We'll do some TZS after dark. If you want to text us on the Cheney Window and Door, window and door text line, 314 669 Six five. The Courtney Show. <laughs> All right, we are not just starting. That is for book sure. End of the day. Oh, that hurt me a little bit. At You're first. Like, no, no, I'm done. Uh, up on the blog today, you can see uh, the uh, Easter potatoes thing. If you want to. Save a little money for Easter. I'm just curious if it actually works. I'll, I might throw a potato in just to see. Why not? The picture, I was like, is this real? It really dies that well. Uh, you can see there's a link to that to the Easter potatoes. There's also Taylor Swift uh, giving Selena Gomez's sister a hat. Best baseball movies, April Fool's Day, celebrity edition things that they have up there. Uh, something I'm going to talk about tomorrow in food court. Um, and I also put out that put up that auditory illusion. What what did you what word did you hear when you watch it? That was weird. It's freaky. So you can look at that, all those different things on the blog at 1065thearch.com. Also on the website, you can see more about the micro brew fest that's happening at the beginning of May, all supporting Lift for Life Gym. Uh, and buy your tickets right there on our website. And you can nominate a place for donuts, our donuts tour. Donuts, donuts, and donuts coming back this summer. Hopefully, we're going to hit some spots we've never hit before. Mm-hmm. But we need your suggestions since we don't know all of all the great bakeries in our area. That's all on the website. All right, it's time to do the Great Taste Gang Song of the Day brought to you by The Appliance Discounters. And you can shop GE Appliances and other brands at theappliancediscounters.com for pricing that beats all the competitors every day. I missed it earlier. We announced that Tears for Fears are coming to town. They'll be at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater this summer. So your Great Taste Gang Song of the Day, Charlie DeLeon, thought it would be good to hear from Tears for Fears. It's sowing the seeds of love. Your Great Taste Gang Song of the Day on The Courtney Show. On 1065 The Arch. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you tomorrow.